What is up, YouTube? Welcome in to another edition of Bucky and BK live on Texas Sports Unfiltered and on the free Texas Sports Unfiltered app. Today is Friday. Happy Friday, December 15th, 20 and 23. And the Buck and I are with you for the next two hours, getting you set for the football weekend. We will preview the biggest games in the NFL, including Cowboys at Bills on Sunday. We'll talk plenty of Texas Longhorn football, some commits potentially coming for Steve Sarkeesian and company over the next couple of days. We'll talk about that. We'll get Bucky's big unit plays of the weekend, some gold star locks to try to make you or lose you some money. Our man Lee Sterling is going to join us at 9.15 for his bowl preview spectacular. And We've got plenty of football and plenty of sports and plenty of fun coming your way between now and 10 o'clock. Good morning, Buck. Good morning to you, BK. Another lovely day here in Central Texas, ready to get it cranked up. And congrats to uh, Texas women's volleyball as they continue to move on to another towards another championship. Yeah. Nice win last night for Texas oh, yeah. in the final four. They knock off Wisconsin in four sets. And Texas kind of ran away with this one, too, right? The team split oh, the yeah. first two sets, but Texas won sets three and four relatively handily en route to that victory last night. So the Longhorns going for back-to-back -back national champions, or championships, I should say, going for the fourth title in program history. They got to go up against a very, very good Nebraska team on Sunday, but man, this Texas women's volleyball team continues to get it done at the highest level. That was fun to watch last night. It's it certainly was. I mean, these ladies can absolutely get it. I mean, Jared, Coach Elliott is just absolutely the very best. He's he's fabulous, man. He's such a he's such a motivating force. And you know, but what's happening? You know, you got a, a a women's volleyball team who's used to going to the Final Fours, and now you got a men's football team. That's in the final four. This is uh, quite the quite the season right now. It really is, and it's uh, it's shaping up to be an awful fun, uh, you know, twenty twenty four. Yeah, absolutely. And some of the women's teams at Texas are just kicking butt right now. Oh yeah. Now. Obviously, the volleyball team doing what it's done really throughout the entirety of Jared Elliott's, uh, Elliott's tenure here. Sure. But the last couple of years and this year, the fact that they're playing for another national title this weekend, that's great. The women's basketball team ranked in the top five. Soccer had a great season. Uh, track and field continues to dominate. There's just a lot to be oh, proud yeah. of if you're a Texas fan right now. And, yeah, once again, the uh, the women's teams are absolutely taking care of business. So we'll see. I mean, the national championship match is uh, Sunday afternoon, and these are two pretty historic programs, right? Nebraska has five national championships to its name, so they're going for number six. Texas has three, so we're going for number four. Uh, these two teams have actually met in the national championship match twice in the past, in 1995 and in 2015, and Nebraska won both. So Texas trying to uh, exercise some demons, obviously different teams, but hell, the coaches are the same from that 2015 match. Oh, yeah. Jared Elliott looking for some revenge against Nebraska for the 2015 title. Nebraska's really good. They only lost one match all year. Wow. They swept Pitt in their National semifinal last night. I mean, that looked like a scrimmage for them. Uh, they were scary good yesterday. So it will be tough for Texas. But, hell, the Longhorns are playing some damn good volleyball right now, too. You'd be crazy to count them out against anybody. They're going to need to play their best game, their best match on Sunday. But 
Uh, it's awesome that they're here, and we'll see if they can win one more and go back-to-back. Yeah, no no doubt about it. Good morning to the soldiers at Fort Cavazos, Texas, the soldiers in the state of Texas, and all those that fight for us each and every day. Thank you for what you do. It is appreciated. Thank you very, very much to you and your families. Happy holidays, and please be safe out there. Yes, indeed. All right, someone says they can't hear me on the app, but Uh-oh. I'm, I'm checking. Bring yourself in. I'm checking our levels right now, and it looks like I'm showing up. So if you texted that, please let me know that uh, if you can't hear me or let me know if you can hear me. Hopefully we get that thing figured out. Looks like everything's okay on my end. Okay. Important thing is they can hear you, Buck. Can they hear me? Can I they hear so. me loud and clear? That's, that's, that's a good thing. By the way, and if they can hear me, and if, if Jay Willems and Sue Patrick can hear me, thank you very much for having us there yesterday morning at Sue Patrick's on Burnett Road. They liked it so much, we'll be back there next Thursday. There we go. They enjoyed They enjoyed the conversation, the banner right there, live from 8 to 10 yesterday. We may switch up times, but, boy, I went back. You know, I went back for a second trip because I'm not quite done. I've got some nephews, some young nephews and nieces that like Texas hoodies, and, man, do they like them big. I mean, little guy, little eighth graders want, like, extra large. What are they hiding up underneath these hoodies? Drugs. Come on, man. We're talking about my family, man. Okay. Come on now. They're smart. I'm giving your family some love. I had meth underneath all that stuff or something. I didn't didn't say meth. Oh, oh, drugs. Just drugs. I I hope it ain't cocaine or heroin. I mean, come on. Maybe just some weed. Who knows? Uh, It's just a little weed. That's smart. On, yeah, man. if you wear your clothes too tight, everyone can see the little bag sticking out, right? There's a bulge, and you don't need that bulge. All oh, right. This you is gotta... not the tip for kids as they're getting ready to be done for the holiday season. No, these are not your tips on what you have the clothing that you have to wear. Well, it's not your tip for kids, but it's my yeah. tip for kids. <laughs> oh, yeah. Next, was... next, kids, I'm gonna tell you about keistering. <laughs> Dude, it was it was fun there yesterday. We had a good time. Boy, did they have some people in. I went back and Folks, we're in and out of there. We'll do some special things next week as we get ready to go into the new year and head to New Orleans ourselves. So mm-hmm. uh, we're still, you know, if you want to be a travel partner, you got a business or you got it, or if you're a solo business person, you want your, your business pumped up there on YouTube, we're the ones. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we will give you guys plenty of love and help you. They, was excited. they were excited. They had lots of folks in there yesterday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That was fun. That was a fun broadcast for us. And, uh, yeah, excited to be back there next Thursday. We'll give you all more details about that broadcast when we get to next week. Have you seen as much shit in a one place than you saw yesterday? Dude, Is that amazing? Like, the, only, the only place that I've ever seen with more Longhorn gear than Sue Patrick is the co-op. And the co-op's a nightmare. Place. Oh, my yeah. God. That place is a nightmare. And they, like, upsell everything. I mean, they tack an extra 50 bucks on to, like, every piece of clothing that they have. It's such a tourist trap. Like, everyone coming in town knows about the co-op. So, look, the co-op, whatever. If you want to go there, that's fine. But Sue Patrick, it's easy. They got the free parking, which is yeah. huge. Uh, they've got tons of Longhorn gear for women, men, kids, toddlers, everybody. And, uh, of course, tons of other great women's clothing and trinkets and stocking stuffers. No, yeah, they got I've, everything there. Yeah, I've decided I've got to have that. I've got to have that Mardi Gras, you know, Sugar Bowl shirt. i got to have that with all the different colors on it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. A good-looking, that's a good-looking tee. Burn orange with the, with the blue and the purple and the gold in there go together pretty well. I like that. You don't just yeah. throw a, a 
you know, slap on a, a black tee and throw a bunch of different colors and stand out. That looked good. I think I'll get one of those. Let me get one of those for myself. Yeah, there you probably, go. I'm probably going to need an XL because I'm starting to buff up a little bit. Uh, Maybe medium and like it. Yeah. Well, if you're trying to hide some drugs under there, you could go with an XL. <laughs> oh, I need to. Yeah, I, I like that shirt. And I love because they've got some wonderful sales on on if you like the old um what what is that made it's um the brand I forget what it is but it's the old fashioned hoodie the thick cotton one they've got that at right now at like $39 there you go that's, a, great that's deal. a good one and because you know some of these you go to some places dude and i see them like 110 80 90 dollars for a hoodie i mean i can and i love my hoodies i've got some different types of hoodies that i like to Sport. I'll be sporting a new hoodie when we get to um, New Orleans. Yeah, yeah, we're still working on some details for that. We do know we'll, we will be a part of the uh, big Texas One Fund tailgates on the day of the game, January 1st, live at Manning's inside of Harrah's in New Orleans in Louisiana. There you go. Hopefully y'all are following there. Uh, don't know the exact time yet, but uh, yeah, we've got a lot of fun things happening in the Big Easy over the next couple of weeks. And, of course, a lot going on before then as well. So, yeah, shout-out to Sue Patrick once again for having us out. Also, shout-out to Operation Blue Santa. We'll be oh, out yeah, there tomorrow, tomorrow morning. Uh, looking forward to that. We'll probably do a show from, like, 9 to 10, and then we'll be walking the lines to uh, say hi to all of you people out there. Yes, you people. Uh, we'll yeah. be giving away some gift cards. We've got some Academy gift cards. Uh, my friends at Valencia's Tex-Mex Garage up in the Domain have given me some gift cards to give nice. away as well. Maybe some Hat Creek gift cards. So we'll be uh, showing our love to you guys because y'all are showing love to uh, some of the kids here in Central Texas with the Absolutely. drive that uh, Operation Blue Santa is doing every single year. So looking forward to that one as well. Tomorrow morning, hope to see all of you out there as well. All right, Buck, plenty of football to get into. We'll start with this. So we, we spent a lot of time yesterday talking about Malik Murphy. Uh, of course, news dropped Wednesday afternoon that Murphy yep. was entering the transfer portal. There was a hope and a belief that Murphy would stick it out through the college football playoff and then leave after the season was officially over. But then we found out shortly after that 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 is not the case. Malik Murphy is gone and will not be a part of the Sugar Bowl and will not be a part of the national championship game should Texas beat Washington on January 1st. So Malik Murphy is gone. Doesn't feel like there's any sour grapes there. Doesn't feel like there's any ill will there. Malik Murphy gave some quotes about Sark and about Texas and was incredibly positive. We played the audio yesterday from Steve Sarkeesian, and he spoke glowingly about Malik Murphy just unfortunate timing. Uh, we wish Murphy the best, but it sucks that he felt like he had to make this decision right now. And this is another reason why college football needs to change its transfer portal schedule. But anyways, here are some teams that are reportedly interested in Malik Murphy now that he is in the portal. And you've got some varying levels of programs here. Georgia is on this list which is interesting. Remember, no SEC teams, please, Malik. Yeah, yeah, I don't uh, I don't want to go up against Malik Murphy cuz I don't want to root against the kid. No, I don't want I don't want to and I don't want a, a mad kid with no. talent playing against you either. Right, 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 right. Yeah, with I mean, talent we, we, all around him. We know the potential that Malik Murphy has and 
yeah, in a good situation. And if he's able to leave, uh, live up to that potential, then obviously he's got a chance to be a really, really good college quarterback. So, yeah, you, you don't want to go up against Malik Murphy because no. uh, I want to root for him. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I, I won't speak for everybody else, but I, I want him to go to a place where I can root for him to be successful and not have to worry about it negatively impacting Texas, right? That's for uh, sure. So Georgia's on this list. So you've got two SEC schools. You've got Georgia and South Carolina on this one. Um, Texas will not see South Carolina next year. You've got USC. Of course, Malik Murphy is from California, so that would be coming home for him. You've got Syracuse. You've got Baylor. You've got conference-less Oregon State. And you've got the Dukies on this list. So those are the first. I, I assume more teams will get involved, but this was a report from On3 yesterday, and you've got seven teams here reportedly being linked to Malik Murphy right now. Buck, what, uh, what do you make of these? Do they not going to Syracuse from California? No. Oh. And is oh, Dino no. Babers still the head coach there? He's still got his gig? No, he's gone. He's gone? Yeah, finally. Okay. Um, I don't know. I I – I don't understand why USC just wouldn't be the main one, depending what they feel, depending on who they have coming back, what type of player they have coming back as their backup quarterback, or who they have coming up as a high schooler. It, that just sounds like a natural fit, right? Yeah, I, I mean, I don't, I don't know what's going to happen with USC. I mean, you're still getting reports that Lincoln Riley could bolt for the NFL, and even though USC didn't have a great year and they kind of fell apart in the second half of the season, I still think there's uh, some next level interest. In Lincoln Riley, oh, so maybe, like, the, like the team that got pounded last night. Like I believe there's some interest in Sark, also, possibly. You think the Chargers could be interested in Steve Sarkeesian? Why not? Why would uh, them or him or Lincoln Riley? Yeah, I mean they got they got a quarterback, but they 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 are horrifying. Oh my God! Yeah, that that was bad. I mean their quarterback didn't play last night. Justin Herbert was out with an injury, and uh, they got blasted by a Raiders team that. Lost three to nothing last week. Yes. The Raiders put up 63 points a week after. On a oh short week, goodness. mind you, after scoring zero points in a loss to Minnesota. And now, the Chargers was, weren't the same team that the Miami put 70 on, were they? No, that was Denver. That was Denver. Okay, that was, yeah, Denver before they started to find them find their way a little bit. Yeah, I've, I've got a feeling that uh, – in, in my mind, I'm thinking that if I'm if I'm the Chargers, I am going to talk to two guys. Lincoln Riley is going to be one of them, but Steve Sarkeesian is the next guy I'm going to talk to. Yeah, boy, that'd be interesting, right? You haven't really heard any Sark to the NFL rumors at all. Um, I don't think you're reporting anything. I think you're just kind no. of speculating like, hey, yeah. maybe an NFL team would be interested because of the year Sark has had and because of his reputation as an offensive mind, and it feels like NFL teams and really football teams everywhere are sure. keen on hiring offensive coaches now to be head coaches. And they need so, someone with that quarterback. Their quarterback is their – they've already put their future into the quarterback, Justin Herbert. So, I mean, yeah, they need somebody to guide that dude. That's why Lincoln Riley could make some sense, but, hell, maybe that's why Steve Sarkeesian could make some sense out there too. So, yeah, I mean, the Chargers should have fired Brandon Staley last year. True. They should have fired him last month, last week. I mean, it's amazing that that guy still has a job. He may not know. make it through the day. No, he shouldn't. Honestly, he should have been fired last night. Like, yeah. They, that, were, they, were down, they were down 42 to nothing at halftime to the Raiders, dude. 
I know the Raiders. Aiden O'Connell, like the Raiders were playing with a backup quarterback. They were down 42 to nothing at recess. The Chargers had five turnovers last night. Like that was as disastrous of a performance as you will ever see in an NFL game. Yeah, it, I, I halftime I was done. It was that was enough for me. I, okay. I, I was thinking this game could get this could be a record breaker. Yeah, I mean you could have you could have turned that one off after the first quarter. It was twenty one nothing after the first quarter. The Chargers had a the couple Raiders. Of Can you imagine if they played a good team? What that would have happened? I mean, my goodness. Right. Yeah, 63 to 21, the final score. Uh, once again, four days after the Raiders lost three to nothing, they set a franchise record in scoring with 63 last night. Aiden O'Connell, the rookie, four passing touchdowns. That was a beatdown. The Chargers suck. I don't know how we got there for Malik Murphy. But yeah, we did. I, you know, I mean, I could see, you know, I could also see Malik at Georgia with. Which a surrounding cast is that, pretty good. That that doesn't make sense. Like Malik Murphy, apparently he wants to play, which is why he's leaving Texas because he doesn't have a clear path to playing here. Uh, he's not better than Carson Beck. Right yeah, now. they just brought. They just have. They have a quarterback that's already got got them with one loss. Only. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like, look, it'd be cool to play at Georgia. That's awesome. My God, to get a scholarship offer from there, that's big time. And obviously, you're going to be on a team that's competing for championships, which most kids would want, but. If Malik Murphy is truly looking for playing time, he's not going to go to Georgia. Uh, I don't know. The mayor of Waco. I don't know if he'd go to USC either because USC, they brought in one of the top QBs in the country last year in Malachi sure. Nelson. Uh, obviously, Caleb Williams is going pro, so they're going to have a new starter out there. But they've got a couple of really highly touted recruits who I, I think would be ahead of Malik Murphy. And he'd have to compete. That's the point. Like, I, I think Malik yeah, he's Murphy not walking in as a starter at places like USC. Right. Yeah. Georgia and USC. I mean, Georgia, he wouldn't start. And USC, I don't think he would start, but he would for sure Duke. have to compete. He could go to Duke. He could go to Baylor. Yeah. All of the other schools on this list. Yes, it's like absolutely. South Carolina. I think Spencer Rattler's finally leaving. Yeah. He's done. Yeah. Th that guy was projected to be a number one overall pick a few Two years, years ago. ago. Yeah. Boy, how the mighty have fallen. Uh, but he could go there and and probably start. Uh, he could go to Baylor and probably start. He could go to Syracuse and probably start. Oregon State is losing DJU. He's in the portal, so they're going to be looking for a new quarterback. And then Duke lost Riley Leonard, who committed to Notre Dame either yesterday or Wednesday. And they have um, a new coach. They've got a new coach. They're going to need a new quarterback. So, yeah, all of those other schools, to me, make more sense than – than Georgia and USC. Yep. Um, but you've heard some other schools in the mix. I mean, Cody keeps commenting Ohio State. Like, they, you know, they're losing their quarterback. I don't know if Ohio State would make a lot of sense. That's another school, once again, where Malik Murphy would not be guaranteed a starting job. So, cool to play at Ohio State. Getting coached up by Ryan Day. That's great. Really good offensive mind. Uh, but that, like, that's like a, a lateral move and. Like, I, I think Malik Murphy should maybe consider taking a step down to ensure that he will be a QB one somewhere. Yeah, this is this is not you don't need to be going somewhere and battling like you've been doing here the last three years. You need to play. Right. Right. Your, right, time, right. your time is running out now. I think I don't know how the NCAA works. You know, you can stay there eight years if you like. But but his time's got to be running out. He needs to be on the field and getting the experience of playing, not sitting behind somebody and getting more time in the film room. He needs to be on the field where the action is. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, a place like Baylor, I mean, that way he can stay in the, the little 15 or 16 or how many ever teams they're going to have in this conference. Hmm. How many teams are going to be in this conference, by the way? Are they 
15 or 16? Let's see. They had 14 this year. Okay. Texas and OU are leaving. That's 12, and they're adding four from the Pac-12, so that's 16. Yeah, I mean, he could the big 16. Hmm. Is that what they're going to call it now? I guess. They started – I mean, he could start at Baylor. Yeah, I would think. I, do you want to go to Baylor, though? I mean, Dave Aranda feels like a dead coach walking right now. And do you want to go to Baylor anyways because you have to live in Waco? Yeah, I mean, let me tell you something. Syracuse is no dream. I mean, you, at no. least you got the dome. You don't have to worry about – you don't have to worry about – you will be practicing outside, but you will be playing indoors. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know which of these spots makes the most sense, right? Does Malik Murphy want to go closer to home? If he does, then USC or Oregon State, I guess, makes sense because those are both left coast schools. Oregon State's quarterback is gone, correct? Yeah, DJU is uh, in the portal. Not sure where he's going, but he's gone. But Oregon State, like, you want to be a part of a Mountain West schedule? Dude, are there any quarterbacks that are out in the Pac-12 or the Little Two or whatever? They're all like taking off. Didn't Washington State's quarterback take off too? Yeah, Cam Ward. He's in the portal. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the two remaining Pac-2 schools or two Pac schools, whatever the hell you want to call it, uh, <laughs> they, had no, they got nothing going. No, no, it's it's brutal for them. It is absolutely brutal for them. Uh, and of course, Oregon State lost its coach to Michigan State as well. So. Uh, yeah, they're coming off a pretty good three-year stretch for them, but they don't have much to show for it right now. Uh, we'll see. Yeah, some people are saying UCLA. Somebody said Oregon earlier this week, which Oregon got Dylan Gabriel, so that doesn't make any sense. No. Uh, Washington. I've seen Washington actually being linked to Malik Murphy, which how interesting would that be if Murphy commits to Washington before January 1st when Texas plays Washington awesome. in the Sugar Bowl? Uh, awesome. Not awesome. I don't want him to go to Washington. Screw that. Yeah, well, I mean, Washington seems like a nice spot for him. Nah, no, I don't, I don't want him to go there. If you're gonna if you're gonna do that, do that after the game. But you can only do that if Texas wins, because it will be insult to injury if Texas loses to Washington and then Malik Murphy go. transfers to Washington. I don't want that. Yeah, he needs to go where there's Beaver. Head to the Beavers. Oh, yeah. Head to the beavers. The land of the beaver. He needs to go to the land of the beaver, yes. I feel like there's plenty of beaver at all of those schools now. Georgia, USC, all of them yeah. have plenty of beaver, yeah. Yeah, I, I think he'd be okay. Maybe not as much, but I think he'd be able to find some if he's looking for them, you know? <laughs> That's what they say. That's what they say. All right, so, uh, yeah, Malik Murphy gone. We talked about it a lot yesterday. Yeah, of lots course. of success to him. Lots of love to him for what he's he's hung in here. He's done all, a lot of great things for, for this football team. He's always been a good teammate, and now it's time for him to be a little selfish, you know? Yeah. It's time for him to go for himself. As I said, his time is running out. You know, that clock is ticking on that dude. Well, I think he's got three years of eligibility left, so he, wow. he's got he's got plenty of time to to figure it out, and uh, we hope he does. But obviously, it puts uh, puts Texas in a precarious situation here in these college football playoff because now they are one Quinn Ewers injury away from having to turn to true freshman Arch Manning, and I think everybody's yeah. excited about his future, but uh, you'd never want to have to go to a true freshman quarterback in a game of this magnitude. So that's where it's at right now. Like, obviously, you hope your starting quarterback stays healthy, but uh, it's a scary thought. You know, Texas has had so much quarterback depth. This has been one of the most talented and one of the deepest QB rooms in the country 
for the last couple of years. You lose some of that talent. You lose some of that depth going into your biggest games of the season and the biggest games your program has played in since 2009. It's uh, it's just scary to think that you know, you're one bad play away from having to rely on a true freshman to try to win you well, a match. It, it's happened before to Texas in a monster game. It didn't work. That's why it's scary. Oh. If Texas yeah. beat, you know, if Cole McCoy gets hurt in early 2010 against Alabama and Garrett Gilbert goes in there and balls out and Texas wins it all, boy, how different would everything be if that were sure. the case? But I think we'd all be like, all right, like, obviously you still want your starting quarterback to stay healthy, but, hey, we, we've seen it against the Nick Saban team in a national championship. Yes, we have. And that, those we had to, yeah, had to go to a true freshman, highly touted kid. He played really well, and Texas was fine, but – uh, that is an alternate universe that we are not living in. So, and we have seen this kid play in two games. We know we know what his capabilities are. We know what his his highs and lows are. But it, you know what? For one thing, in his mind, still too, the thing about it is, if that dude would ha- would would have to play, if have to come in in games, and if they didn't win, he was going to be the starter the following year. He just wasn't. That handwriting's on the wall. That's why he's gone. Yeah. He already sees that. We all see that. We all understand. Yeah. What, what's what the future of Texas football is like at the quarterback position. That was that was not going to be – Sark can say it. He can say it was going to be a competition. That wasn't going to be any damn competition next year. No. How, how pissed do you think Malik Murphy was when Arch Manning entered that game against Texas Tech and the crowd reacted the way that it did? Oh, it hurts. Yeah. I mean, it, it hurts, but you're no longer a little leaguer. It's, it's the big time. You get paid for what you do. You're getting a you're getting a paycheck for somebody nil deal to be yep. who you were. So I mean, you can you can whine and cry and feel bad and sorry for yourself, but you know what? That was your opportunity to take advantage of it. And by the way, you did because that's why other schools are still looking at you. Because if right. you're going in there and shit the bed, there's not USC's not going to be looking at you. They would have said, you know what? Nice, strong, big kid, but he can't take us to where we want to go. You know, there are other teams that are on that list. Georgia, they they wouldn't be looking at them. Syracuse would be looking at them. Baylor would be looking at them because they think they can make something out of them. But those schools that are used to winning football games and playing big-time teams every week, they would have looked at the, at what they saw from that kid and gone, no, we're not – at this time, we're not into trying to make something out of something that's not truly there yet. We don't have the time. We The reason mm-hmm. we're going in here to get them is we, we're looking for a starter too. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Georgia would be looking at him as a backup. Sure. USC probably too. I, I do wonder, Buck, like Malik Murphy went 2-0 in the two games he started. And once again, we gave him love for those two starts Absolutely. yesterday. Plenty Texas, of love. Texas isn't in the college football playoff without Malik Murphy. So give him his flowers. But I do wonder if those two starts helped him or if they kind of hurt him in the transfer portal. I, he, I think they, he wasn't. I, he wasn't that good. Like, like I, no. teams appreciate that he has experience and he won two games, and that's great. But, like, I wonder if some of the the potential talk and the ceiling talk, like, maybe the ceiling lowered a little bit because Malik Murphy didn't put a ton of great stuff on film against BYU and Kansas State. You know, well, I don't think he put enough to be the starting quarterback next year here, because now you're now you're looking at a kid who. I mean, if, if Quinn Ewers doesn't come back, you're looking at a player who's had no experience, really, except yeah. for, for the big ovation. I mean, that that game. That, so that's – I mean, that's telling you that, there no, there wasn't a lot to put on film, but there's there's enough that somebody thinks they can have a big, strong guy like that and do something with him. 
and win some games. You may not win a national championship with him, but you may be able to be in the thick of things if you have a surrounding cast around him, like Texas did. Yeah, he needs the surrounding cast. He can't carry it. He's not able to carry a football team right now. So I don't care where he goes, USC, Georgia, he will not be carrying those teams. He can carry Baylor maybe to a winning season in the Big 16, but <laughs> – I mean, he's not going to win the Big 16 for them. Or maybe he could, depending on what this conference is like. But you know everything's going through Lubbock from this point on. So Yeah. It's... The Independence Bowl is running through <laughs> Lubbock every year. We'll see but, them tomorrow. Yeah, but this, you know, as I said, the writing is on the wall. We all knew. That kid knows. His family knows. The people that surround yeah. him understand this, this, this Arch Manning, this phenomenon that's, is going to, it's, it's going to hit no matter what. Next year, whether the kid's ready or not, I mean, Quinn yours is gone. He's going to have to be ready. Yeah. I mean, I honestly think the two games that Malik Murphy started actually hurt his stock. Like, when Quinn Ewers went down, I think Texas fans were hopeful Malik Murphy was going to play so well that he was just going to take the job. And well, I, think, I think there are a lot of different people that wanted him to take that job because they still weren't sure of Quinn yours. Exactly. I, mean, I, I, and, I think he did. Really ended up being like, we need Quinn back. Like, rush him back because Malik Murphy's not very good right now. So I, I think those two games actually hurt Malik Murphy in terms of his stock. Like, he might not be getting the offers. And, by the way, those teams showing interest does not mean they've offered. So I, I don't think Georgia's going to offer. Like, I don't know if USC is going to offer. True. Just, like, You're I, right. I, I, I wonder if those two games – and Malik Murphy's still going to have some schools to pick from, and he's going to end up somewhere solid. But I just I, – I wonder, yeah, if those two starts kind of hurt him a little bit because he he – clearly did not look like he was ready to be a well I, I think for, for, for those that understand you know that that are that are coaching the position and coaching teams I mean he still came in and did okay enough against a K-State team that was ranked I mean we're talking about a kid with, with not a lot of experience too you know yeah. he was that was him getting his experience too in college football leading a team but they get where they wonderful surrounding cast especially on the defensive end Nice receivers, really nice running back. So, but wherever he goes, you know, he still is still inexperienced. And if he doesn't have a surrounding cast, he's not going to win a lot of games. Right. Because he himself, I don't believe, if he doesn't have a, a receiving core of at least two fantastic receivers, a, a, a pretty good offensive line, because he doesn't run the football. He's not a dual threat to take off and hurt you that way. His arm is, is, I mean, it's okay. He's got a great arm. Like, the, the talent is there. He's got a cannon for an arm. It's just, I mean, his it's all experience, and you, you just got to get out there and play. Whoever gets him, he's just going to have to play. They're going to have to understand. There's going to still be some growing pains with him. Yep. Just like for people that were thinking Quinn Ewers is still, was still growing, you know? And he had a fantastic group of receivers, the second-best group, I think, in the nation, really, with yep. him. And that, help, that helps a whole lot. But if, if you're Malik Murphy, you go somewhere where you're the 25th best wide receiver group, you got problems. Yeah, he's got to develop for sure. As Jake says, he was awesome in the first quarter against K-State. Oh, my God. Yeah, that that uh, performance in the first quarter was electric. And it was like, oh, we might really have something here. Hey, Quinn, take take a little bit more time. We don't need you to uh, hurry back. But obviously that uh, that game got dicey. K-State came back, forced overtime. Malik Murphy really struggled in the second half. Uh, thankfully, Texas was able to hold on and got that big-time goal line stand in overtime to preserve a victory there. But, um, yeah, 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 yeah. It was uh, 
up and down a couple of games for Malik. Sure. Again, we wish him the best. We'll see where he ends up. All right, let's give some love to some sponsors. We've got a, a big-time transfer portal target on campus this weekend that we need to talk about. But before we get to that, Buck, how about some shout-outs? I mean, how to Texas Orthopedics, our group over there, seeking that specialized patient-focused orthopedic care. Contact the experts at Texas Orthopedics for sure. Their physicians offer comprehensive surgical and non-surgical orthopedic care for children and adults, spinal care, sports medicine, trauma care, joint replacement, rheumatology, and even more. We love Dr. Danny over there and Dr. Stockton, for sure. Chris Stockton, Chris Danny, dedicated orthopedic surgeons. Their goal is to get you right back into good health and that great quality of life that you deserve. Visit TXOrtho.com for more information. Texas Orthopedics, the largest independent orthopedic practice in Texas. Once again, for more information, go to TXOrtho.com. Yes, indeed. Shout out to Texas Orthopedics and shout out to 7-Eleven as yeah, well. Man. Saw our guy Ashish in the uh, YouTube comments line earlier today. I think he said he was going to stop by Sue Patrick this afternoon. Nice. Please do. But make sure you stop by 7-Eleven on your way to work this morning. Get you some coffee. Get you an energy drink. Get you some food. They've got it all. What else do they have? Little Debbie's. And what else? They got the hard hard copy. Yeah, if you – Hey, you get the hard copy. Don't take mine. If you need some toilet paper, they've got the hard copy. <laughs> Don't take my hard copy today. I'm headed that way this morning for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. We love our friends at 7-Eleven. They've got everything you need. Of course, gas for your car, but uh, the best. We had them drinking Slurpees at like 6 a.m. yesterday. Get my some goodness. Slurpees, some Big Gulps, the great pizza, the rollers. I love me those oh. rollers, man. Use those tongs, though, please. Please. Then wash your hands. Then wash your hands. Yeah. 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 Always wash your hands. Uh, love our great friends at 7 Eleven. Make sure you download that 7 Eleven app as well and uh, be a part of that seven rewards program so you can cash in on some great, great deals that they have on there. Uh, probably should have done this 35 minutes ago, but I feel like I need to apologize for my voice this morning. I sound like shit. Oh, my God, and it's getting worse, I feel like. Here comes the cedar fever. I'm getting cooked right now. I haven't felt great this week, but I don't feel that bad anymore, but I sound like I feel like I'm dying. Yeah, so. I'm a little nasally every morning. I get that. This is I. December is my month for some kind of whatever's out there, but it lasts only for a couple of days because I'll never have the flu. Sometimes it feels like the flu, but I'll never actually have the flu. So I'll never have the flu. I'll never have the flu. Me either, lady. I'm never going to have it either, thanks to you. Thanks since you've come back around. I'm feeling pretty good. But I get nasally in the morning. It's just the way it is. It's from that place that I used to work at that had the asbestos and the shit in the walls that never got clean, like carpet on the walls and stuff, just garbage, you know? So I wake up every morning. You see me hide to the side because I've got a, I've got a runny nose every morning. Then it just dis- disappears once the morning's over with. I don't, I don't deal with it. But I've never had the cedar. I've never had cedar fever. I, I don't think I have that. I just, it, there's just something in the air in December, and then it just goes in a couple of days. That cedar fever lasts a little bit, a little bit of time. Oh yeah, and it's killing people right now. Oh, it's I like bet. Everyone, everyone's been dealing with a little something, something at some point this month. 
Um, so hopefully you guys are okay. Hopefully everyone's fine by Christmas, which is just 10 days away. He's away. Oh yeah. Very excited for that. And, uh, yeah, thank you all for tuning in and putting up with me this morning. Uh, shout out to everybody for stopping by and a quick shout out to Olipop as well. Only because Eddie G hits us in the YouTube comments line saying he finally got his Olipop at the H E B on Brody. Brody's got it now. There you go. That H-E-B is the closest one to my place. It is so packed all of the time. It is insane how crowded that place is. But they got the Olipop there. They've got it at any H-E-B. They've got it at 7-Eleven. They've got it at Costco, Walmart, Target, Whole Foods. Wherever you buy your groceries, you can get you some Olipop this weekend. It's great tasting soda that is actually good for you. There you go. You're trying well, to be healthy this holiday season. Oh, yeah. Yeah, get you some Olipop. Stop wasting your calories and your sugar on soda. No, get that same great soda taste that you love, but with the benefits of plant fibers and botanicals that you can find in Olipop. Yeah, save, save those you, calories. You, better, you better have some Olipop because Joyce is making you some of those cookies, and you know they got tons of butter in them and sugar. So I think those are the only two ingredients in those cookies. <laughs> Just a mound of butter with sugar holding it all together. It's oh my fantastic. goodness! Yes, I have to stay away from them. You can eat those bad boys. I cannot because I'm, I'm starting to be kind of sugar free. I've been. I'm, I'm making it through the week. If I make it through this week, I probably will have to have maybe a Snickers next week. So, mm, of course, yeah, two yeah. weeks. That's too much. Yeah, no, you can ask that during the during the holiday time. No. I supposed to do just eat ham and turkey? What are you that's kidding? What, me? That's what New Year's resolutions are for, right? You're supposed to eat like oh, crap, right? In the holidays, and then boom, once you get to Jan one, it's like oh, I'm going to turn things around this year. And then yes, for two I've, two weeks, you do, and then it all goes away. I've had three nights of Verdes. My meal go. from Verdes, oh, it had been delicious. The tortilla soup, the chicken. As a matter of fact, I had a uh, pork chop from Verdes last night. You've eaten there three days in a row? Yes. Yes, I had pork chops. Uh, they had some sweet potatoes. I said, hey, this ain't Thanksgiving. Where's my mashed potatoes? Where's my white with brown gravy? They they got that ready for me, too. Fantastic. Love that place. If that's not an endorsement, I don't know what is. Love I do it. not know what is. All right, let's, uh, let's talk some Texas transfer portal here. All right. Uh, the guy that I was talking about a couple of minutes ago, one of Texas's top transfer portal targets. I try to get the uh, screens behind me to work the way I want them to. Matthew Golden, the wide receiver from the University of Houston, is going to be on campus this weekend visiting the University of Texas, and there is all sorts of buzz that he won't leave Austin without committing to the University of Texas. Uh, Horns 24-7, our guy Jordan Scruggs, who you can hear from 11 to noon with Jeff Howe today. By the way, it's Jordan's birthday today. Oh, nice. What is he, 15? I think he is 21 today. Wow. Yeah, the big 2-1 for uh, our guy Jordan Scruggs, who is, uh, I don't want to call him a rising star because that feels disrespectful. He already is a star in this business. So listen to that show. But he's uh, as plugged in as anybody on the beat right now. He has reported that Matthew Golden is Texas's number one wide receiver target in the transfer portal. So there have been a number of receivers that have hit the portal and just about all of them have been linked to the University of Texas in some form or fashion. But it feels like Matthew Golden, who is a Texas kid, once again, played at Houston the last couple of years, super highly touted recruit out of high school. Texas offered him. They offered him late, which is part of the reason why Matthew Golden didn't end up coming here uh, the first time. 
but it feels like there is a lot of mutual interest between those two parties. I'll give you Matthew Golden stats through two years at Houston, 76 catches, 988 yards, and 13 touchdowns in two seasons at the U of H. Uh, really, really talented young man. It feels like Texas needs some wide receiver help in the portal because you think X and AD and Jordan Whittington are all gone after this year. So no surprise that Texas is interested in receivers. And it feels like Matthew Golden, uh, when it's all said and done, will be a Texas Longhorn buck. And that dude can catch too now. Yeah. Oh, he's a great player. I mean, that's, you know, that's number one thing for being a wide receiver. Catching the football. Yeah, it's nice to be able to run nice routes and have great speed. You know what I mean? But the number one thing you have to do as a receiver, you have to catch. Oh, yeah. That's yeah, yeah, that's that's kind of first on the list for me. Oh, absolutely. Matthew Golden's got some speed as well. Uh, Put up some good numbers at uh, the University of Houston from the Houston area. Played at Klein Kane in high school. Also a good special teams player as well. Uh, He's an impact player in the return game. So Xavier Worthy, who has been a great punt returner for Texas the last couple of seasons. We know he's more than likely off to the NFL. So there could be an opportunity for Matthew Golden there to be uh, another explosive playmaker in the uh, special teams game for Texas. And they lost a playmaker from uh, Wyoming, of course. Yeah, Was he a playmaker? (laughs) Was was he? I don't know. I never saw him play. And he had one catch at Texas in two years. So one catch. Yeah. He was a playmaker at Wyoming and unfortunately he tore his ACL uh, right before his first year at Texas. And then yeah, Man. came back this year and barely saw the field. So one catch yeah. in two years. Yeah. One catch. Yeah. Isaiah Nayor, but uh, now Matthew golden, that would be great news for Texas. I, I I've said it a few times, Buck. I think the Longhorns will end up bringing in two wide receivers for the transfer agree. portal. And look, uh, you know, Texas is one of the top destinations for these transfer portal kids. Like a lot of these guys entering the portal would love to end up at the University of Texas, but you've talked about it a lot. You're not looking for depth pieces like you have in the past. There there have been years where it's like, uh, yeah, we need a backup running back, so let's go get a backup running back. Or we need an offensive lineman who's got experience, like just in case something happens to one of our starters, let's go get him. No, that's that's not how it's going to be. Like Texas, all plug and play guys now. Yeah, yeah. If they're offering you in the portal, that means they basically expect you to compete sure. for a starting job or, like you said, be a plug-and-play starter. And for Matthew Golden, who's got two years of starting experience this last year in the Big 12, uh, yeah, he would be a plug-and-play starter. Yeah. I don't know if he's he'd be a number one receiver. Yeah, he's not here to figure out your system. He's here to play. Right, he's here to play right away. And that's that's exactly what Matthew Golden would do uh, if he does come here. So, um, yeah, this is great news for Texas. Once again, nothing official yet. But uh, it'd be a hell of a week after getting the 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 defensive back and then to land a kid like this. I mean, that's 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 a pretty good week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Football. There could be a few more coming. I mean, national signing day is next Wednesday, so like there's going to be more commits from high school between now and then. And yeah, I think there are going to be a couple of transfer portal commits. The portal you, you can obviously commit way after national signing day if you're coming here via the portal, but. Once again, I think we could get some Matthew Golden news this weekend. I'd be pretty surprised if we didn't get Matthew Golden news this weekend. Uh, and then there might be another player, two or three in the portal, um, putting pen to paper and signing with Texas in the not too distant future. Yeah, I think when you play in that in the in the final four of this, that you're going to get players that that come in and play for you immediately. 
this isn't uh, this, you don't you don't have players right now waiting to see who wins the national championship, who plays well in this game or that game. They understand. I think I, I think players that have played in college before or coming out of high school already understand. If you make it to the final four, you're pretty damn good. Yeah, you're well, not Texas, you're not chump change making yeah. it to the final four. No, I mean Texas has everything going for it right now, doesn't it? Yes. I mean, the fact that they're in the final four, they just won the conference championship. They're moving to the best conference in college football. Absolutely. Couldn't be better. Yeah. Players want to play in the SEC because the SEC sends more guys to the NFL every year than any other conference. And it's not even close. So yeah, you're playing in the best conference. You're getting developed now at the university of Texas. That's obviously been an issue uh, at Texas for the last decade and a half. Well, they've got that seemingly figured out. Uh, you're going to be competing for championships. You get to live in Austin. You've got a great school as well. Like Texas checks so many boxes right now. And this has always been a hot button destination for recruits. But now the fact that this team is playing well with NIL and everything else that Texas has at its disposal, uh, watch out. This snowball yeah. is rolling downhill and it's getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. And if you're, and if you're a player and wondering what your coach is going to do, this, the university is going to, they're going to pay Sark. I mean, he's going to be one of the highest paid dudes around. It's that's just the way it's going to have to be. Or as I said, teams like the chargers and like that, you're going to start hearing rumors of, of other places with this guy. So he's going to give you some security that he'll be around for a while. That's, that's going to happen. That's going to happen within the program itself. And if it doesn't later. Yeah. Well, Sark's absolutely getting a raise. I mean, regardless of what happens, on January. Oh, oh no, no, no. He's already got he he did that. Yeah. I told you when he won when he won that tenth game. Yeah. 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 That, yeah, was, yeah, that was coming. And then once he won the Big 12, that's in the contract. Yeah. They won't announce anything until after the season is done. But yeah, oh, raise yeah. and extension definitely coming Sark's way, which is good. I mean, he's earned it. He's absolutely earned it. And uh, I think there was some doubt when the hire was made. And obviously this team went five and seven in year one. And it's like, oh God, did we screw up another hire? But uh, no, I mean, it, it's clear that this program has trended in the right direction. And to me, it's clear. And look, I, I, I could be wrong and people could laugh at me and replay this tape to me for years to come. But to me, this doesn't feel like a climax. It doesn't feel like the peak of this mountain like this. This is not a one off for Texas. This thing is built and it is built to last. And Steve Sarkeesian and this coaching staff is the biggest reasons why. Yeah, I mean, you're losing some key pieces, but. You've also got – now you've got experience, as I said, and now that's what the transfer portal is all about. You bring in plug-and-play guys. You don't bring in guys just to – you've got depth. You've built that way, and that's how you got to where you are right now in three years is because you've got that kind of depth. But now it is plug-and-play guys. It's guys that have to come in, and they have to be outstanding. They can't just be guys. Right. They've got to be outstanding players for you because right. you're not going to accept anything less than that. Right. You know, you know who else loses pieces every year, Buck? Who's that? Alabama, Georgia. Yes, they do. Ohio State. They just like, fire right back up. That's that's who you want to be. They use the portal. They use recruiting. They develop their talent on campus, and they are competing for championships every single year. Absolutely. That's, that's, that's where everybody wants to be, but that's where we feel like Texas should be, and it feels like Texas is, look, you've got to do it for multiple years in a row before you're, like, really on that level. But it, it I agree. feels like Texas is knocking on that door right now, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I I agree. I mean, I don't want to, I don't want to put that pin in anybody's bubble. I just that as you said, you have to do that for a couple of years. You don't do that one year and then be four and whatever the next year or five and whatever the next year. It just it doesn't roll that way. It doesn't roll that way for Michigan. 
everybody has their ups and downs, but Texas has already had its downs. Right. This is now time for the ups. We've had too many downs, Buck. Yeah. Way too many downs. I agree. Oh, my God. So, all right. Good news there on the uh, the transfer portal front. Once again, Matthew Golden here in town this weekend. A lot of insiders expect him to commit to Texas uh, from the transfer portal. A little bit more on Matthew Golden. Track guy in high school. Super freak athlete. 1093, 100-meter time. Long jump approaching 22 feet. Man. Uh, yeah, no, this dude is uh, is an athletic monster. Put up ridiculous numbers in high school. We gave you his college numbers as well. This guy has a chance to be a Sunday player in the league when it's all said and done. And if he comes to Texas, like the Bucks said, he uh, will be expected to make some things happen right away. And I don't think that's unfair for the kid. So we'll let you know if something breaks. Um, I got a hunch, though, on Monday. Next time we do a show, we'll be talking about Matthew Golden officially being a Texas Longhorn. Yeah, and as you said, we're, we're you know right next week will be National Signing Day, and there's some there's some studs that are that are ready to come to Texas too. I, I mean, I, they've got another running back that looks like he may be coming, so that's that's fabulous. You know, you go down and start grabbing them out of the state of Florida, and obviously this point on, you start to keep the ones in the state of Texas. They don't get away. The best ones don't leave. Now, mm-hmm. this is the way it's supposed to be at Texas. The best running backs in this state should be playing at Texas. Yeah, and they should be two to three, two to three deep. Yep. After the uh, commitment of Kobe Black yesterday, Texas now has the number six class in the country for the class of twenty twenty four. And I think when this thing is all said and done, it will definitely be a top five class in the country. We'll see if it's top three again. Texas ended number three in the composite rankings for twenty twenty three. We'll see if they can can get all the way back up there, but. Uh, it is, regardless, going to be one of the best recruiting classes in the country. And there's a chance that Texas gets a couple of flips, and there are a couple of uncommitted kids who are still looking at the Longhorns. So, yeah, I got a hunch these uh, next few days are going to be a lot of fun. Oh, for yeah. Texas football fans. Buck, in a moment, we need your 5,000-unit gold star oh, watch. Yes, and you will get them. Of the weekend. But before that, some love to some of our sponsors. How about our good friends out in, in BK himself? How about the Covert family and the Covert Automotive Group? They are fabulous. And since 1909, Covert's family has been serving Central Texas with cars, trucks, and SUVs. And folks, out in beautiful Hutto, they've got Covert Ford and Chevy. And, of course, Covert Lincoln and Ford right there in Austin, Texas. But in BK, about seven brands out there. The Buicks, GMCs, Cadillacs, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, and, of course, Ram. And they've got a lovely facility, 42 acres. And the lots are filled with cars, trucks, and SUVs for you to take home. Take it home today, if you like. You go out there this morning, buy a car, take it home today. Mm-hmm. And if you needed service, if you bought a car from the Covert family and you wanted service before Christmas, 86 service bays out there for you. They'll get you in. They'll get you out. And you don't have to go back out to Bastrop. You don't have to go up north. If you live out near BKs, take your car there if you bought it from the Covert family. They'll service it for you, and they will service it well. And for more information on the Coverts, go to covertbcave.com. And when you're out there, do say hello to Dan. Do sell it to Stacy, Mike, the whole gang out there, Jerome. And nobody beats a Covert deal. Not now, not ever. Nope. And shout out to Dan. He was celebrating a birthday yesterday. Birthday, man, yeah. Happy belated birthday, Dan. We uh, texted him yesterday showing our yeah, love. Man. So when you go out there, say happy birthday to Dan. We'll be driving one of those nice covert cars to New Orleans. We're taking it across driving. state lines. We're going across state lines. You got your passport? 
do, you, do I need a passport? Yeah, you're crossing the border, dude. Oh, illegally. Geez. No. I got a driver's yeah. license. Okay. I think that remember, remember that. That's my deal. Bad time of the year. Anybody trying to rob me, I'm going to beg. I'm going to grab them by the leg and cry about giving me my driver's license. Take my credit cards. Take my money. Don't take my driver's license. I was telling this story to a lady. She goes, you get your ass shot for your driver's license. I said, yes, I will. <laughs> yes, just because uh, you I, don't want to go to the DMV? No, man. I'm not going there. <laughs> no. Hit me over the head with the butt of the gun. Get me off of your leg. But give me my driver's license, please. Oh, please man. don't. Please don't let me do that again, ever. I mean, can I do sting? I, you know, I don't like to be online and messing with computers, but I'll do that. I don't want to go there ever, ever again. No, no, I've got to go in a couple of months. I think my license expires what? on my next birthday. So I assume that means I've got to go back to the DMV to get a new one. That's how it works. You know, it's even worse. You know, you think you want to go there on a nice sunny day. You know what? It's nice. And you got a big smile on your face. No, that's when everybody, that's when all of those people want to go. Oh, what do you mean by those people? Let me tell you something. It is the UN. It is the Costco's of automotive. I mean, you just can't go. I mean, it's really. Oh, so you're combining all the foreigners into one group. What? Did, I didn't say anything about foreign anything. Yeah. You said. Uh, those people. Yeah. UN. Oh, well, it's, it's, I just, I'm not a fan of that place. Nobody I did. I, I think no, I nobody's a fan of the DMV, dude. If you are a fan of the DMV, you should be shot. I don't know. Maybe people go there and pick up other people. Maybe that's a pickup spot that I never knew about. Whoa. I thought it was your, I always thought it was your local AGBs. Maybe I'm yeah. wrong. Yeah, no, HEB makes a little bit more sense than the DMV because everyone's in a horrible mood at the DMV. They are so mad, man. People there are – even the people that work there are angry. Right. Oh, they're the angriest. They hate it there more than we do, dude. They're miserable. That's why the place sucks so bad. (laughs) God, yeah, that's that's a disaster. Yeah, take my money. Take my credit cards. Don't take take my license. Take the pictures of my damn kids. Yeah. Hey, listen, I'll go – I'll go – to the bank and get more money for you, please. Yeah. But don't take the license. Just say, give me the license. God, what a mess. What a oh mess. My God. All, All right. right. Yeah. The lady said, you're going to get head. You're going to get the butt of a gun up against your head or shot for your license. And I said, I'm going to, I'm going to debate it with the person. She asked you if you're going to get head for your license. No <laughs> head butted with the back with a butt of a gun um. or get shot. Or she goes, you'd get in a debate over your license. I said, yes, I would. That's, that's amazing. Why, why would they, I guess, so they could have your identity? That's why they would steal your license? Well, they want to take all. I mean, if they take your wallet, they're, they're not going to say, okay, oh, I know you want your license back. I would ask for my license back. There you go. But somebody crazy enough to rob you is probably what they're going to do. Smash you in the face. If you just ask for something out of it, they're probably going to smash you anyway. <laughs> here, let's make a deal here. Let's negotiate. Yeah, that's what it is. That's what I'm going to say. Let's yeah. can we negotiate for the license. You know, at a certain time, I'll leave something here in the woods at tree number three, a little extra something if you give me my license. Yeah. I won't tell anybody. <laughs> I won't tell any cops. You just give me my license. You can take all the money. You can take the wallet. You can take, take the, the card. credit cards. Yeah. Yes. I'm going to cancel them anyways. I, I never quite understand why people steal credit cards because that's not going to do you too much good. No. Um, but there you go. As Andrew says, make sure you all smash the like button. Like BK likes to smash those heifers. There you go. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. So uh, give this video a thumbs up if you haven't yet. Please subscribe to the channel if you haven't yet. We've uh, been growing a lot this week. So thank you all for uh, being a part of what we've got cooking at Texas Sports Unfiltered. Please share this as well. We love all of you who are here listening to us right now, even though I sound awful. Thank you for putting up with me today. Uh, but tell your friends and enemies we uh, want to keep growing Texas Sports Unfiltered. Shout out to uh, our man Tom McKay, by the way. We'll let you hear from him real quick, and then I've got a quick uh, story about Tom to tell you, Buck. Hi, this is Tom McKay, owner of Audiovisual Consultations, and all of us at Audiovisual would like to wish you and your family a happy holiday season. This time of year can get a little hectic, so we want to remind you to relax, enjoy the season with your family and friends, and give us a call for all your home entertainment needs. If you save the time you spend in traffic and big store crowds, you'd have more time with the people you actually enjoy. So smile, hug your kids, make love to your wife, and cheer the game with your friends. Call us at 2 That's 512-255-8678 or online at avconsultations.com. So get this, the Wagner Wire coming up on Sunday from 10 to noon, hosted by our man Adam Wagner, of course. Guess who's co-hosting that show this weekend? Tom. Tom McKay. Oh, yeah. He's getting his set up at his place with the camera, with the oh, microphone. Can you imagine his setup, what that's going to look like. Oh, it's going to be nice as hell, dude. Wow. That, that's going to be fun. Be uh, on the lookout and the listen out for that this Sunday. Tom McKay from AV Consultations will be hanging out with Wags. That might be uh, a regular thing going forward, which is that's scary. A scary thought. But uh, now, fun conversation there. Shout out to Tom. Shout out to AV Consultations. Awesome. All right, Buck, Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com will be joining us in uh, about 15 minutes to give you his picks for bowl season and for the NFL games coming up this weekend. But it is time, like we do every Friday, for the Bucks Gold Star Locks of the Week. And I've Buck, got – Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. We got to update the people. I know you're trying to skip this part because – what. You don't want everybody to know how bad you've been at picking games this season, but we've got to let the people know what they are getting into so they can decide whether or not they should trust you with these picks. Uh, You did hit your biggest game of the season last week. You had Army minus three, and they won, and they covered. That was for 10,000 units. But despite that, you were so bad at the other games that you picked that you actually lost units last weekend. You dropped another 5K. So for the season, you were down 37,000 units. How do you? How do I get that far? I mean, that doesn't make any sense. It doesn't seem right. It doesn't seem right that you're doing this to the people. The people who support us. Yes. Give us their time every morning. The I'm fact sad. that you are treating them like that as I bang into the microphone, that couldn't have sounded good. Um, the fact that you're treating our listeners and viewers like that, that is disappointing. I don't know how you can do that, man. Oh, Merry Christmas. I'm back. Okay. You're that confident. You've said that like 40 times this year. I'll say it just like the rock says it. That's you're less back. You're less back than Texas, dude. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's you right now. You're less I'm the back. rock. Take oh. some of that. Shut up, bitch. Here we go. Yeah, I'm ready to shut up this weekend. I'm ready to go. I'm about to make you some cash. All right, what you got? Let's I got it. I got a bowl game. I got a real live bowl game with Jacksonville State. I tell you, I've been playing them all 
all year long without you people to weigh me down. But I've been playing this Jacksonville team. They're playing Louisiana. Louisiana. That's right. Louisiana. That's right. I'm taking Jacksonville as a 5,000-unit play. Okay. That is a uh, two-and-a-half-point line. Yes. Jacksonville State favored in the R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Thank you very much. Tomorrow afternoon at 115. Okay. And then I'm going to give you Sunday. I'll give you a game on Sunday I want you to take. Okay. Because the Packers look like crap against the Giants in New York last week. They won't look that way at home. They win big time on Sunday. Another 5,000-unit play with the Green Bay Packers. Oh, you're betting against your guy, Baker, Baker, moneymaker? Sorry about that, Baker. Can't do it this time. Okay, Green Bay is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. You got the hook. Yeah, I hate the hook. And I'm going to take the Cleveland Browns because the old man is leading. (laughs) The guy's older than I am. I'm telling you. But he's got the starting. I'm taking the Cleveland Browns for another 5,000 unit play. Joe Flacco, what year is it, man? Come on, Joe. It's back to the 80s. Okay. Cleveland is at home against Chicago and they are three point favorites. Boy, that's you, not a big line at all. You know what? The Bears still suck. They they do. They always have and they always will. You know what? I was going to, I was going to then calm down, but I'm not. I'm making these all 5,000 unit plays. It's Christmas. It's the holidays. I've got to help people out here. Okay. The real big bowls get going. I'm going to also give you the Baltimore Ravens. Yeah. Give you the Ravens. I think they're like, yeah, I'm going to give you that 5,000 unit play. Ravens are in Jacksonville on Sunday night. Jacksonville stinks now. Baltimore, three and a half point road favorites. Very nice. I hate the hook. Who's throwing the hook in there? Can we buy the hook out for some cash? No, we don't do that here. We don't, we don't do ability. that here, huh? We don't, we don't have the ability to. Uh, yeah, my make cousin that isn't good at, my cousin isn't good at that either. Okay. Any and more? then I'm gonna give you one more, one more. All right. And it ain't the Dallas Cowboys, because I don't think they're winning this weekend. Oh, I hate to say that. I'm gonna give you the Los Angeles Rams. Wait, can you give us the Bills, please? No, Why no, not? I'm giving you the Rams. Rams been on a. Rams been on a little bit of a heater lately, running okay. the ball well. That guy who's just a, you know, Cam Newton. I mean, what is Cam Newton? What is he, just a – Game I mean, manager. Another game manager. Did you say game manager or gay manager? Game manager. I wasn't sure if he was calling them gay managers. Like, either they're managing gays or they are gay and they are doing managing. You sure no, it was they're, game they're, manager? No, Matthew Stafford, that group is they, – they're back a little bit right now. I like the way the Rams are playing. Okay. I like the Rams, the Ravens, the Brownies, Jacksonville State, and the Green Bay Packers. Okay, so that's like five 5,000-unit five plays. Just for you. This is my special to you, people. Okay. So even if you hit all five of these, you will still be down 12,000 units on the year. And then the big bowl games will come into play. Okay. So you'll, you're comfortable with that. You're comfortable yeah. even if you have a perfect week, which we all know is not going to happen. You will still be down five figures. Worth no worse than four out of the five. I'll hit. You've you've never had a four in one week on this show. Yeah, our guy Jake says just call this segment "Fade the Buck." No, dude, don't be fading those. You like those, so Jake, like, You like those. Those are great picks. So I'd like to congratulate the Raging Cajuns of Louisiana on their win. 
I would like to congratulate the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Get out of here. On beating Green Bay. The Chicago Bears. Well, you're, Chicago's going to win a game because of you, Buck. Nice job. Uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars and the Washington Commanders. I'd like to congratulate those five teams. The commanders, on think about that one. Think about that, Commanders. That should be a 10,000-unit play. The Commanders, dude. Yeah. That line is uh, six and a half, by the way. Rams minus six and a half. Who comes up with the hook? Where does the hook come from anyway? Could be seven and a half. Ooh. Could be worse. Uh, I don't know who comes up with the hook. Probably Vegas, actually. That'd be my best guess on that. Uh, but there you go. So five 5,000-unit plays. Uh, you all will be so proud of me on Monday. When the buck is down 62,000 units. Oh, <laughs> In five week, yes, we will all be very proud of you, Buck. Let me just whisper something to you. I had the Raiders last night. There That's you go. That's right. He didn't make that call on the show, so I don't know if I believe oh, you. But that was yeah. a beauty. That was going to bed at that was going to bed at halftime. Yeah, for it was. sure. Yeah, it was. All right. Um, shout out once again. Yeah, we opened up the show talking about the Texas volleyball team. But if you're just joining us, we'll give them some extra love. Oh yeah, Texas. Won its final four match last night over Wisconsin in four sets. They are on to the national championship match for the second straight year. They will take on number one seed Nebraska on Sunday. Nebraska swept Pitt in their final four match last night. They looked really, really good. Uh, should be a fun one Sunday afternoon. Texas going for its fourth title in program history. Of course, their second straight. Nebraska going for its sixth title in program history. Uh, two very, very proud historic volleyball programs trying to make it happen. And Texas is 0-2 against Nebraska in national championships. They met in the title in 95. Nebraska won. They met in the title in 2015. Obviously different players, but the same coaches in that 2015 matchup. Uh, Nebraska won that one too. So Jared Elliott looking for some revenge uh, this Sunday in Tampa. We'll see if the, uh, the Longhorns can get it done. But they have been making us proud all season long. And even though the regular season was a, a little bit of a down year by their standards, I mean, they were a two-seed buck. That's unfathomable. Uh, here they are once again in the national championship with a chance to win it all. No kidding. And Sue Patrick got all the all the gear, all the yep. volleyball gear over there too. Yes, they do. Yes, they Man. do. All right. We've got a few minutes before Lee Sterling jumps on. Uh, did you see that Draymond Green got an uh, – an, what an indefinite suspension! I just had an aneurysm on the air. Everyone indefinite. heard it. That means like there's no there's no timetable for this cat. No when when you become a when you become a good guy, they're gonna let you play in the NBA again. Well, then he's good. never gonna play in the NBA. That's again. what I'm saying. Hey, good luck NBA. If that's what you're gonna do, they want to they want they want to rehab him. They want to rehab him, and they want him near the team. Okay, that'll work. Which one of his teammates is he going to punch out while he's rehabbing and not playing in games? Some guys are unfixable, aren't they? No, it's just it's just time. I don't, I don't you know, you, you you've had enough chances. You're not going to be rehabbed on that deal. Yes, and I'm a counselor. I'm a counselor. That's right. You're not rehabable. Yeah, you're done. Okay. We've got you're some uh, some career highlights for Draymond Green, by the way. Care to check these out? You know, Draymond Green won a number of championships with Golden State, been an all-star a couple of times in this league, and uh, we've got some highlights of Draymond Green's NBA career. Welcome to Draymond's Hall of Pain. Ah! Ladies and gentlemen, this is proof 
anything can happen in the World Wrestling Federation. Green just plows right over Nurkic. And now Green runs over Nurkic, and he'll be called for the foul. And they're going to take a look at this. Oh, wow. You've got a full-on Frankis going on. Each other around. Gobert gets in there. Draymond's got him in a headlock. They were going at each other's heads. That was serious. Draymond right there. So he grabs Draymond's leg right there. Now Draymond steps on him. Oh, he grabbed him by the throat. Oh, he threw a punch oh, too. Finished. They threw a he grabbed him by the throat and threw a punch. Wow. That's beautiful. It's a beautiful thing. How about the RKO at the end to Jordan Poole. Man, oh man. We, uh, we had a people's elbow in there. We had all sorts of wrestling moves from uh, from Draymond Green. And yeah, that's uh, what he's always going to be known for is just the cheap yeah, I mean, shots that that's he's taking. Not, that stuff's not changing with him. No. no I mean, no, he's, no. he's mentally out of control when it comes to that kind of stuff. When he gets to a certain point, when the heat gets really, really hot, that guy has meltdown. He just does. Yeah. And it's it's okay to have meltdowns. We all have meltdowns. Sure. You can't you can't punch people or no. kick them in the groin. Go out in the backyard or, and scream or something. Or step on their chests no. when that happens. Like that's that's assault, brother. In the no, words of Billy Madison. Can't keep doing that, man. No, so it's about time. Like honestly. I mean, it's gonna be at least ten games. You would think. Yes. I was a little surprised to see indefinite, right? I thought it'd be in the five to ten game range, but uh, Adam Silver clearly sending a message like, dude, enough is enough. Like, we, we've suspended you before. Obviously, you've been ejected from a number of games in the in your NBA career, but that stuff clearly isn't working because you're still out here doing this all the time. Like, we've got to do something that hopefully will stick. And maybe Draymond, like, maybe, maybe he's just going to keep doing this, whatever. And maybe the punishments will get more and more severe. Or he's going to be another line of work. That's yeah. all. Or, yeah. I mean, they've, they've kicked people out of the league before. Like not, right. I don't think they've kicked anybody out for stuff like this, but like the NBA has set a precedent where if you're doing something that breaks their rules to a harsh enough extent, they will remove you from the league. Dude, once so, you start hurting the product, it's that. Sorry. Yeah, this is, this is bad. This is not an all pub is good pub type no. of situation for the NBA. Like they don't want their players uh, punching other players. Or definite suspension. That is that that sounds bad. Yeah. And even Steve Kerr, who is uh had Draymond's back throughout all of these other incidents during his press conference yesterday, was like, no, yeah, we uh we kind of understand where this one is is coming from. Sure. So yeah, it's been a rough year for Golden State. Uh I you know, people tried to close the book on their dynasty a few years ago, then they woke up from the dead and won another championship. But Golden State's having a bad year. Feels like that dynastic run is uh, is finally over, and Draymond Green, yeah, not happy about it. And this isn't going to help them going forward. No, it's not. And and he, like I said, he, this is this is a deal where it's not that he's going to be off that team. He's going to be out of this league. They're just they're just not going to do it. Yeah, I think he's like maybe two or three more incidents away from that being on the table. Um, or it depends on what the next one is. Right. I mean, you know that. I mean, he's been. He was at. He was just a couple of days away from just getting out of the commissioner's office yeah. before this thing happened. He just got off a of suspension. Yeah, I think he's been ejected three or four times this season already, three. and we're like twenty-five games in. So uh, yeah, there's your your Draymond Green story right there. Uh, yeah, we don't talk a ton he, of NBA. Just go back to saying, "Hey, these nuts." I guess. Does Draymond Green say that? Yeah. 
Don't those, they don't look, those two guys aren't like cousins or something? These nuts. <laughs> These nuts. Gary Mundell. Okay. I don't want to see it anymore. Draymond will kick you in these nuts. Yes, he will. He's done that before. Yes, he has. I don't know if there's much resemblance between uh, Draymond Green and these nuts guy. <laughs> Let's see if I can pull up a picture of Draymond Green here to see, see what's going on. See if there's a resemblance there. Come on, computer. That guy is a disaster. Draymond. Oh, my goodness. Here we go. Let's do a little screen share for Draymond, and then we'll play the D's Nuts video. So there's Draymond. Here's D's Nuts. D's Nuts? What do you think? Close. Close enough. D's Nuts? I don't you know, get away man. with a side shot. Mm. Okay. Yeah, I'm not searching the side you, shot. I'll take you right in D's Nuts. Right in D's nuts. That's what he does. All right, before we bring Lee Sterling on, Buck, uh, how about some love to another one of our fantastic sponsors? Relax the back, folks. And I'm sitting back in my relax the back chair. I didn't have it yesterday. I could feel it a little bit. You know, I appreciate BK with the chairs, pulling them out of the back of his trunk, but nothing like the chair that I'm in right now that I got from relax the back years ago. And my back couldn't be happier. 35 years of proven expertise. It's all about saving your back, saving those shoulders, the thoracic, the lumbar area. And head over to Relax the Back right now and find one of those select massage chairs. At, you can get 20% off. They've got all the wonderful pillows out there, Tempur-Pedic pillows, mattresses. They've got the works. Anything that you need, stand-up desk, they have it at Relax the Back. Anything that's going to make your back, your hips, as I said, your shoulders feel great, not just for the holidays, for any day, whether it's at your office or at your home. They've got the recliners just for you. Heal, work smarter, sleep, reimagine, recover overnight with restorative sleep, and live pain-free just like the buck. Two locations, Hill Country Gallery across from Whole Foods and in Austin at the Gateway Shopping Center across from the Container Store. As I said, live pain-free like the buck at Relax the Bat. Yes, indeed. And if you're looking for tickets to the Sugar Bowl. He's got them. You can find them at CentexTickets.com. Our guy Shelby, they've got them on site right now. Tickets for the Sugar Bowl, tickets for every bowl game. If you're a Tech fan and you're making your way to Shreveport tomorrow. What? For the Independence Bowl. you got tickets on site right now. Every team, every sport, all year round, plus concert tickets and Broadway show tickets as well. Right there at your fingertips. SendTextTickets.com, a local company. So you're supporting local whenever you go over there. And uh, all of their seats, all of their tickets, 100% guaranteed. They've got you covered. So they've got a casino in Shreveport. I know that. They've got the riverboat, I believe. Hmm. They got a horse track or anything else going on down there? I don't know. They got nothing going on in Shreveport, really. Thank God we're going to New Orleans and not Shreveport. My goodness. Yeah, that's. Uh... Boy, a lot of people thought Tech was a dark horse to win the Big 12 this year, and there were even a couple of national analysts who said maybe they could sneak into the college football playoff. And instead... we got to find big... those dudes in the beginning of the next year and say, what was wrong with you guys drinking? Yeah, their biggest rival is uh, playing in the college football playoff, and they are playing on the very first day of bowl season. Wow, in Shreveport. In Shreveport, Louisiana, taking on Cal in the whatever the hell the Radiance Technologies Independence Bowl my goodness is yeah oh how the not so mighty 
have fallen. Shout out to Altstadt Beer as well, the best beer that you can find all throughout the state of Texas. Maybe I need that. Maybe that will help my voice, Buck. Couple, couple sixties will get you going. Oh, a couple of six packs. Oh yeah, yeah, that will definitely get me going there. Uh, love Altstadt beer. Whatever you're doing this weekend, please make sure you enjoy Altstadt responsibly. But of course, if you've got holiday parties going on over the next couple of days and you want to be the life of those parties, show up with some Altstadt beer. They've got a number of different brews, something for every beer drinker out there. So everyone's going to be satisfied. Uh, this stuff is brewed locally in Fredericksburg, but it's available wherever you buy your beer. H-E-B, Specs, Twin Liquors, Total Wine, wherever you go, you can find Altstadt beer on the shelves it is the official beer of bk it should be the official beer of you as well it's altstat beer no impurities no regrets and i see our man right now in the waiting room yes it's time it's bowl season buck we got to make some money here in bowl season and of course we're getting close to the end of the nfl regular season two a lot of football going on over the next couple of weeks which means it's the perfect time to bring on our man Lee Sterling from ParamountSports.com, the hottest handicapper in the history of the known universe. What's going on, Lee? I'm good. How can I not be good? Probably had the easiest win I've had this entire season. I didn't play Miami when they played Denver and won 70 to 21, but I did have the Raiders last night big. Wow. Chargers. I mean, what do you do as an owner at this point if you're the Chargers? Shouldn't he have fired their coach at halftime? He should have fired well, I, him. I, I don't think he, makes, he may not make it out of the day for sure, Lee. I, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Interim or whatever they got, player coach, whatever they have to do, let Herbert coach the team if he has to. But, you know, they're going to be looking for somebody very, very shortly. And I, I think it may be at the end of the day. I don't know yeah. if they, I don't think they'll let him go and coach another football game, would they? You can't. I mean, that team, not only were they bad, they just quit. I mean, that's just if I'm Justin Herbert, I ask for more money after that game. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Just I mean, shows wait. you he's kind of kept them in games. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, Lee, yeah. and I, I threw out some names. I Lincoln Riley, right. uh, Steve Sarkeesian. I mean, the only they're, problem with Lincoln Riley, his team's playing no defense. No matter where he goes, right? Even if he's That's in the, the pros, it, but 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 Sark would be a name, you know, as a quarterback guy. Because Herbert's going nowhere. I mean, he's there. He's there. He's a lifer there. So you're going to have and, to have some. And that could entice a, a, a pretty good head coach, too. Yes. Yeah, it definitely could. Yeah, the Raiders. Especially a quarterback guy. The only problem is they play home games, and they, the opponents have more fans than the Chargers. <laughs> so it's like it's like they're playing 17 away games every year. Wow. Yeah. Horrible. Is, Horrible. But um, I, so I, was, I just – finished the show in Vegas and they were all giddy. I said, the only problem is now that coach is going to be fired and you'd love to have him hang around for a couple <laughs> No, <laughs> right? yeah, they would. Like yeah. when they were firing all those, you know, Texas A&M coaches, yeah. bad ones, you want them to hang around? Sure you do. We do for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Jimbo, you'd like to have Jimbo hang around for another oh. year, right? Or two. Extension. Right. I wanted an right. extension after this year. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, Lee, plenty to get into. Yep. We've got uh, some NFL Week 15 to talk about, but yep. let's get to some of the biggest bowl games over these next few weeks. Uh, we'll start with the Alamo Bowl. To me, this this right. might be the best non-New Year's Six game that we have. It's Arizona. It's Oklahoma. Arizona was playing yep. some great football down the stretch. Uh, OU maybe thought they had a chance to get into the New Year's Six, but they were left outside looking in. 
Who do you like in uh, the Alamo Bowl here in a couple of weeks? Give Arizona credit. The average person, if you ask them to guess what the, their record, what do you think their record was, Bucky? I think they won 10 games. They won nine. Close. Yeah, very close. Most people would guess six, seven, maybe eight. Won nine games. But the only game that was against a, a good team was Oregon State, which did not play well, and they beat them at home. No, Oregon State at the end didn't play well. No, but if this game was played first or second game of the year, Oklahoma would have been a 16-17 to 17 point favorite on a neutral field. Now, I know Dylan Gabriel's not playing in this game, but I just think Oklahoma has much more talent. I know motivation is the number one thing in these non-playoff bowl games, but I just think that Oklahoma has more talent think that Arizona at the line of scrimmage can have trouble. And I think the Oklahoma defense, when they play mid to lower level teams, usually fare well. I like Oklahoma here. I think they win in cover 30 to 21. That's interesting, Lee. Uh, uh, here's a game that I really want to get your take on. Texas A&M versus Oklahoma State. The Aggies are favored. And why is that? I mean, I, I we know what we saw at yeah. Oklahoma, of Oklahoma State in the bowl game, but I'm looking almost player for player. I I just think Gundy's better right now. I mean, Gundy's got to be better than that. I mean, than what the Aggies are going to throw him. That's a lot of points, too. It is. So here's a fact. Bill Cohen, when he loses and he wears any type of garb, whether it's a shirt, a hat, shoes, he doesn't give it away to charity. He burns it, actually burns it. Can you can you fathom the amount of of clothes that the guy burns every single year. It's unfathomable. And I I can tell you this much. I know for a fact he's not going to be wearing anything when he watches this game. Mm. They have no one left. I mean, their quarterback situation where they have a third-string quarterback, that's probably their strength. Every single other position, offensive line, receiver, defense, all those five stars on defense, they're gone. They left a long time ago. And their interim coach, this is the craziest thing. So he's going to be the head coach at Syracuse. He's going to be the interim coach for this game. Like, leave already. So I I don't think there's going to be any type of focus here. I I think that you're going to see Oklahoma State, which is 6-2 and against the spread. Last eight bowl games. This is what Mike Gundy does best here. Wrong team favorite. Oklahoma State wins this game, I think, pretty easy here. 31-14. to Wow. Is, yeah. is, yeah. Ollie, is Ollie Gordon going to play in this game? Yeah, it looks like he is going to probably play. Really? Yeah. 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 He's, he's coming back next year, Buck, so he's yeah. he's got nowhere yeah. to go. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All right, Lee, let's you get like to the – You like to see that, Bucky. You oh, yeah. like to see, you know, the continuity of these kids. So many times, you know, their parents or friends are in these kids' ears. Something to be said about when you're a backup, earning your position. Sure. I don't know if you know this. Almost 60% of the kids that go in the portal never get another offer. So they end up a lot of times don't, don't, don't continue in college, can't afford it. So there's a, a, we, we talk about the headlines and the kids that have a lot of offers, and that's great. But most of the kids misjudge, you know, their, their, their appeal to getting an offer to another college. So yeah. sometimes it's best to stick where you are and work on Work on yourself, not only as a player, as an individual. Usually both go hand in hand. Uh, the match. Yeah, I, I didn't know Ollie Gardner had, Ollie had another year because if he didn't, 
and he's the Doak Walker Award winner. And as right. many carries as that guy took, I wouldn't be playing any games. Yeah, well, the problem is running back is a different situation. Yeah. Both, yeah. both positions. And how many kids did you have, Bucky, that played for you that after a year or even two years weren't seeing much of the field? I bet you there's some some guys that played in the NFL that hung around and ended up uh, – um, and it was the best thing for them to stay in the system. Well, I mean, Ricky Williams could have left college and gone and played after his freshman year yep. and played in the NFL if he wanted to. But he stuck around here next year even with Mac Brown when yep. he could have been out the door. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you know, bunch guys of like – bunch of backups that probably played for you too. Yeah, I mean, like Troy, Troy Stratford could have been gone yep. the year before right. when he went to Miami, so – uh, yeah, yeah, there's been a couple guys. Lee, uh, you got this from BK. This this yeah. is one I'm interested in, too. Yeah, of course. So we'll get to the playoff games right now here, Lee. Michigan and Alabama. Boy, thank God we're talking about Michigan-Alabama instead of Michigan-Florida State because uh, yeah, right. there, there wouldn't be a lot to dissect in that matchup. No. And I know you're a Miami fan, so you're extra glad that FSU got left out of the CFP. But what a game. This should be at the Rose Bowl. Michigan, a slight favorite. How do you see this one shaking out? So I, I do think that Florida State got shafted. You know, there's been cases before where Ohio State with Cordell Jones ended up winning the title. I don't think that Florida State would have had a chance against any of the other three teams, realistically. But they did earn it. They got shafted. This is going to be the toughest game, I think, to handicap. So the public is clearly on Alabama. Michigan opened as a one-and-a-half, two-point favorite. If you like Alabama, bet it now because – I. I think they're going to end up the favorite by one and a half, two points by kickoff. I think that the Michigan defense is much better than people realize here. They gave up just 87 yards per game on the ground. If they can force Jalen Milrow to throw the ball more than he'd like, and they force him into some third and seven, third and eight situations, I think Michigan's going to get off the field. What Michigan does is they don't turn the ball over. Uh, their quarterback, J.J. McCarthy, not going to turn it over. And he's third and five, third and six. If he doesn't see someone open, he'll scramble, get the first down. They'll go on these 12 to 14, 15 play drives and eat up seven, eight, nine minutes and score a touchdown. So that's what they do best. And Blake Corm is very under the radar. Last year, he almost won the Heisman. He was that good through like seven or eight weeks here. And how about this? Michigan, talk about being disciplined. Only 26 penalty yards per game, number one in the country. Nick Saban, facing teams that get penalized 42 or less yards per game, 8-20 and 20 against the spread here. I went against Jim Harbaugh in Michigan the last two years in the semifinal. I think they get over the hump. I don't think this is a special team at all for Alabama. You guys dominated them, Texas did. They had a tough time with South Florida. And they should have lost to Auburn. They just happened to play their best game against Georgia, which I felt was overrated the whole year. I like Michigan, 27-20. Yeah, I, I, li I like that. But I, I just think Alabama now has become a better throwing team. I mean, the kid's True. gotten better throwing the ball. His receivers True. have gotten a little bit better. The offensive line protecting him so that he doesn't have to take yep. off and run all the time. But you're right about Michigan. They will put the pressure on him. They'll be in his face an awful lot. They Their linebackers are good. They flow real well. So – that's the thing about it. I, I, I think Saban would like to have Milrow throw the ball against this Michigan secondary, but I don't think he's going to Played on grass. Yeah. Game is on grass. Game's on grass, so slow it down a little bit also. No doubt Michigan. about it. All right, the next game, Lee, is 
Texas uh, versus Washington. Texas is minus four against a Washington team. I mean, their their strength is throwing the ball. Texas' weakness is defending the pass. Now, yep. I don't think Washington – they've got a 1,000-yard rusher, but I don't – nobody's run against Texas, and I, I don't think Washington's going to do that. But I think they'll have some success throwing the ball, but I think Texas will have some success throwing the ball also. I think this is a high-scoring game. I agree. So, Texas gives up only 80 yards per game on the ground. Dylan Johnson did come on. They had no mm-hmm. running game first part of the year. They are more balanced. But their last seven games, I mean, they won by 10 points or less. And I don't think the competition is there. I don't know what it is. They just they have something over the Oregon Ducks right now. Oregon plays well against everyone else. But um, they were not ready to play that last game here. And, and give credit to Washington. Good coaching staff. They were ready for that game. I loved their game plan. I thought they really prepared for Oregon difference here is I think the Texas offensive line, I think they're going to have their way here against Washington. Washington's got to do something early. Got to get a takeaway early. I think and play with the lead because right now Quinn Ewers is playing at a very high level. You would never know that he had a shoulder injury earlier in the season and home field advantage. It's going to be like 80, 20, 85, 15 Texas fans here. This game. I like Texas here. 41, 28. Oh, I love that. Oh, 13-point win for the Longhorns. I'll sign the dotted line right now. All right, Lee, those games are obviously a couple weeks away as I'm losing my voice here. Apologies for for that. Uh, Big game on Sunday afternoon, though. The Cowboys and the Bills in Buffalo. Uh, Both teams coming off of impressive wins. Buffalo going into Kansas City and beating the Chiefs. The Cowboys whooping up on the Eagles on Sunday night football. Buffalo a two-point favorite. Can the Cowboys keep it rolling, or does Buffalo get it done? So uh, I, I've been pretty good on both these teams figuring them out here. And Dallas was king for that game. That game against Philadelphia was the game they had to have. That was their circle game here. They're a different team. They are number one in scoring, but they're just number seven overall on the road here. This Buffalo team plays much better at home. It's going to be cold. It is going to be really cold. It's a 425 Eastern start. It's going to be dark by 5, 5.15 by the end of the first quarter. I, I think that Dallas is going to have trouble. I think Buffalo's defense has come around since some early troubles, and they lost a key defensive tackle, their best linebacker, Milano, and also their best cover corner, White, here. I like Buffalo at home. Mm. I think they win this game 34-24 over Dallas. Must right. win for both teams, Lee, yep. really. It is, yep. Yeah, a lot on the line for both teams. All right, Lee. Uh, this is a big time of the year for you. What double down yeah. December going yeah. on right now? All the bowl games, all the NFL. If folks want to get a free play, but also yeah. all of your picks for the next couple of weeks, where can they find you? Just go to the website, ParamountSports.com. This is going to be our last segment until after the new year. Uh, probably pick up and we'll do a segment uh, uh, as long as Texas wins before the championship game. But uh, be the last segment until uh, after the new year. They want to hop on board. We've only had two losing Sundays in the NFL. You can get get this three weeks of the NFL. There's 36 bowl games, 36 of them from now through December 31st. We'll probably have selections on 20 to 23 of them. Three weeks of action, normally $397, just $197 at ParamountSports.com. So I'm having a big sale, 50% off. Uh, 197 never had it so low. I know Bill, I saw Bill. I, I usually I hear from him two, three times a day. If I hear from him one time 
maybe every three or four days. Lucky, he's having, I know, a big holiday sale up to, he's offering 70% off. Oh, yeah. He told me if you mention Paramount Sports or Texas Sports Unfiltered, add an additional 10% off that, and he wants to take care of you. Something about dealing with someone you know and been there well over 100 years. I've been in business 30, 100. I can't imagine you know, the type of customer service that they have. But uh, that's why Bill's so busy and, and, and so sought after holiday season. You want to get something special for your loved ones. So Paramount Sports for your gambling needs and Bill Cohen at Joe Cohen's and Son Jewelers uh, for all your jewelry needs uh, uh, yeah. over the holidays. So I want to wish both of you guys and, and your families and, and uh, your staff and also all the listeners out there Happy, healthy, and a safe holiday season. And Lee, you be careful out there too, man. Be safe out yeah. there. You and your family have a great holiday. Look forward to uh, seeing you. How is the NBA? I, I tell him, BK, the NBA yeah. is good early. Those are those are some nice yeah. lines early. The jump yeah. on the NBA. You guys doing well? You doing well in the NBA? We are. Actually, a little bit better in college, but also well in the NBA. We're winning even in hockey. We figured out hockey. In NBA and hockey, there's a lot of great situational plays. Mm-hmm. So you get teams like on back-to-backs. Right. Uh, a team that maybe two weeks ago lost to a team and is facing them at home, getting, let's say, four, five, six points. So there's a lot of ebb and flow in the NBA. And some of these teams like Golden State. Golden State's lost like eight straight games on oh, the yeah. road. And, you know, they're dealing with so many things going on with, you know, one of their players being suspended, you know, knucklehead stuff. I mean, what are you doing punching a guy? I, I don't get that at all with Draymond Green. So uh, the Sixers I, I are like a covering machine, Lee. Sixers are a covering machine. Sixers are a covering machine. <laughs> a lot of under the radar teams, people don't realize like Orlando, they yeah. won like five or six more games than they've lost this year already. Yep. Oklahoma City playing really good basketball until last night. Sacramento at home is a tough animal. So you just got to pick out your spots. Very good. Lee, happy Hanukkah. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year to you. Thanks for everything. And uh, we'll talk to you soon, man. Thank you, Lee. Take care. Be safe. There he goes. ParamountSports.com is the website. My voice deteriorates even worse. But as Lee mentioned, that segment is brought to you by our friends at Joe Cohen and Son Jewelers. Mention Texas Sports Unfiltered. You're going to get 10% off. That's right, an extra 10% off this holiday season. Bucky, I think you're going to go out there. I'm going to go see Bill today, yeah. There you go. So, uh, obviously, go to ParamountSports.com for your gambling needs. Win you some money and then spend that money at Joe Cohen and Son Jewelers. Buy some nice. little ankle bracelet, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you're shopping for you. Get a little ankle bracelet for myself, you know. I thought you'd be shopping for your lovely wife, but I guess not. She's got everything she needs. She's got me. Yeah, you need to get her a gift. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe a couple of gifts. (laughs) Uh, Oh, oh, boy. Joe Cohen and Son, 6th and Congress. uh, Free parking down there as well. Great selection, but most importantly, the service is top-notch. Look, other places have jewelry, but they are going to give you the best service that you can find they're even going to gift wrap your purchase for you so you could be the hero of the holiday yes. season they've been around for 140 years uh, they know what they're doing they take care of people they are the experts you don't have to know a dang thing about jewelry they know everything and they will make sure that uh, you are taken care of for the holidays 
Joe Cohen and Son Jewelers. Check them out at joecohenjewelers.com. And we thank them for being a fabulous partner with us at Texas Sports Unfiltered. And thank you all as we get ready to head into 2024, just around the corner. Uh, how do I fix this, Buck? I've got bad news. What's that? For, for the people out there today. Uh-oh. You Rodney broke the randomizer? Did you break the randomizer? No, nah, randomizer always works. Oh, boy. That thing is always going at high what, speed. What have I done? You haven't done anything. I okay, just, good. I, I can't talk. And I've got a co-host with Wags today because Rodney is out at his uh, daughter's college graduation. So the people are stuck with more of this till 11 o'clock today. You don't have to go to the graduation. You're paying for it anyway. What's wrong with him? You went to your kids' graduations, didn't you? Yes. Yeah, you, you got to go. Hell, in this parents. state, they, they get graduations in third grade, fifth grade, getting ready to go into junior high, high <laughs> school. Kindergarten. Kindergarten. A kindergarten. I'm in, the, I'm in the mall of those. Yeah. A little camera there. I'm in. Elbowing people out of the way. Yeah, I went to all of those. I mean, being a parent at those things sucks, but being a sibling at those deals is the worst. Oh, like, see that that my my other ones, they're like, no, I'm not going. Even if they're at the school, they're not showing up for the graduation at the school. Oh. They're like, no, I'll go to recess first. Oh man, <laughs> my parents, my parents made me go. You had to go always really? to those graduations. Yeah, and it's like. Oh, can we leave? You know, our last name is Kellner, K, middle of the alphabet. Hey, can we leave once once they call them? No, we got to stay to the end. Oh, no, no. We got to no. show our support. You got to see Janet Ziegler. You got to see her graduate. Yeah. Little, Janet, little Janie Ziegler. F. Janie Ziegler. That bitch <laughs> stole my bicycle one time. <laughs> I don't care about her. Get out of here. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, so, uh, yeah, we're powering through today. I'll take any advice. I've seen a couple of people say drink tea, try honey. Uh, I've tried honey. those things. They don't do they don't do jack. You know what? Soup, tea, honey. None of that stuff helps. You people are being tricked. You people have been got big tea and big soup. They've uh, they've convinced you guys that that you stuff actually drops. helps. You got your Hall's cough drops though, don't you? Yeah, I got them I in the that other room. Fisherman's Fisherman's Choice or something. It's called that is Fisherman's Wharf. No, it's something fisherman's choice. These drop, these cough drops that are pretty, pretty potent. They work pretty good. Okay. I used those when I had the vid though, but uh, the, they didn't just get rid of the vid. The vid got rid of itself, but yeah. it'll help if you're thinking about getting the flu, which I'll never have. I'm definitely not thinking about getting the flu. Okay. You know, don't do that. I don't have the if flu. You think about getting it, you'll get it. Well, that shit. Now I'm thinking about it. No, dude, don't think about it because you'll never have it. Well, I'll never have the flu. I'll never have the flu. How easy is that? Her hands just like <laughs> never have the flu. I'll never have the flu. She's the best. But I will uh, lose my voice. What'd you make of uh, Lee's pick on the Texas game, by the way? 41 28 Longhorns. And he thinks the Texas offensive line. It's going to be the difference. Uh, how do you feel about that? Well, I think so, too. I, I, I like the fact I think they'll run the ball pretty effectively against this defense. Uh, I, I, everybody is, I think, geared up for a just a throwing event with both teams. Now, I'm not saying that Texas can't throw against them. But remember, this is a team that, that works against the throw, too. They've got some pretty decent secondary kids because they go up against pretty good wide receivers at practice all the time, too. So I think Texas can, can spend its time running the ball against this group. 
I do believe he's right about that. I think this offensive line has a little bit of an advantage uh, running the football. And when, and, and when they do throw, look out for the backs out of the backfield there, Gundy. <laughs> come on yeah. now. Uh-oh, C.J. Baxter just caught another screen. There oh, come on, Gundy. When are you going to ever yeah. stop that? Never. God. Yeah, those were easy pitches and catches for Quinn Ewers and the Texas offense against Oklahoma State. By the way, there um, is no way that I'm taking Oklahoma State over Texas A&M. No way. I don't. Well, you, you just said you were confused why AM was favored, and now you're taking AM? No, I'm not going to take. I'm not. Gun, the last time I saw his team, no. It was bad. It was I mean, really did, bad. They did go nine and three during the regular season. They did make Man. it to the Big 12 championship game. Like, they still had a solid year, better year than AM. The Aggies are favored by seven points. Oklahoma State has its coach, and AM has a interim coach who's already taken a job somewhere else to be a defensive coordinator, which is weird that he's still there coaching, but okay. What do you, he's the interim head coach for Texas A&M, but he's going to going Syracuse to, to be the defensive coordinator. Yeah. 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 He was the D line coach at A&M. They fired Jimbo. They made him the interim guy. Um, and then, yeah, he got a job to be the defensive coordinator at Syracuse starting next year. And you said Dino's still there for another year or is gone? No, D- Dino got fired. I, okay. They hired, they hired somebody who hired uh, E-Rob to be the DC. Okay. So Syracuse. you're just starting fresh, not starting with a coach who's on his way out. He's, he's already out. Right. Yeah. Dino's gone. Okay. Dino is gone at Syracuse, but uh, yeah, I don't know. Look, Texas, like the, the good news about Texas and why I feel good and why I think a lot of Longhorn fans feel so good about this Texas team, not only beating Washington, but having a legit shot to win it all. This team has been versatile and they can win games in different ways. So yes. I think it benefits Texas if this is a lower scoring game. I do too. Uh, because I think Texas has a better defense. And obviously, you know, that means Michael Penix isn't doing his thing. And all of those Washington receivers aren't going off against this average secondary. Like Texas, you want to dominate up front. You want to win the battle on the line of scrimmage. You want to control time of possession. Yep. You want to run the football early and often and effectively against Washington. So lower scoring game benefits Texas. But the good news is like, I think Texas can get into a shootout against Washington right. and still potentially win. But yeah, like if you keep Washington in the twenties, congratulations, you're playing for a national championship. Like yeah, if, I think if, both teams are going to be in the thirties though. Yeah. That, that scares me. That scares me a little bit. Now, Texas's offense, they've scored 106 points. Uh, there's been some special teams and defensive touchdowns in there, but still Texas as a team right. last two games, 106 points, so they can't score. Yours is playing well. The running game hasn't taken a big step back without Jay Brooks. Uh, offensive weapons on the outside. We know this. Texas can't score with seemingly anybody. But, uh, yeah, you, you want this game to be played inside of a phone booth as much as possible. For and, sure. Yeah, if Texas is able to win up front, like Lee was talking about, and control time of possession and keep Washington in the 20s, then uh, I, I think we're going to be celebrating pretty hard on January 1st. That would, that would be awesome. That would be yeah. awesome if you can get if you get them in the 20s and hold that group in the 20s. You know, because yeah. they're going to try to run. They have a thousand yard rusher, so they're going to try to run the football. Bring it on. Yeah, that, just like everybody else has tried. Like that cheerleading movie, Bring It On. Okay. Yeah, but if they start to fill it in the passing game, look out. Yeah, you're going to have yeah. to get a Michael Penix. You're going to have to be in his face. You're going to have to bring pressure, and it it may not be just from the front four. Yeah, if I'm Kalen DeBoer. Let's just say Washington has 65 plays. Mm -hmm. I'm throwing at 50 of them. 
Like my, Michael Penix needs to have, and it'll depend once again on the time of possession battle. Uh, but Michael Penix should be throwing the ball 50 times. Oh, yeah. Like that's that's my game plan if I'm Washington. And Kalen DeBoer is one of the best offensive minds in the sport. Uh, he's not going to, you know, just bang his fist against the wall trying no. to establish the ground game like Mike Gundy was doing in the second half of a blowout. Like he's he's not going to do that. Uh, that That is my game plan. It's like, sure, you don't throw it every single play. You see if you can run it against Texas. But if it ain't working, dude, I am testing that shorthanded secondary that ranked 85th in the country in past there defense. There's no doubt. That is, that is the weakness. You go after the weakness. Yep. So I hope. You're Caleb definitely going to weakness, up. BK, after some time off. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, it, it doesn't matter. Like, to me, if the, if the game was last weekend, if the game is mm-hmm. February 15th, like, whatever, th- this Texas secondary ain't going to be fixed by no. by whenever. And, obviously, Derek Williams is uh, not going to be a part of the first half of the game, which makes Texas even more shorthanded in the defensive backfield. So, someone on the Coda text line says, if he throws 50 times, we're going to get two picks. I hope. I hope so. I mean, Texas has been an opportunistic defense. That has been yeah. the one thing the secondary has been good at this year. No, even his pocket's not going to be clean every time he passes. Yeah, even though they've given up a ton of yards, they have had some interceptions. But pulling up Penix's numbers right now, yeah, nine nine picks this year. So he hasn't been uh, super giving with a football Heisman runner-up. The guy had a tremendous, tremendous season there. So it's going to be tougher to intercept him than it was to intercept Alan Bowman or Baron Morton. Michael Penix Jr. is a bit of a step up from those guys. Yes. By a bit, I mean it. Uh, by the way, so are those receivers. They're a yeah. bit of a step up. Oh, yeah. Yeah, those guys are really good, man. They're really, really good. All right. Um, before we get to some NFL, we got to talk about this Cowboys-Bills game and a little bit on the Texans and Titans and some of the other. We've got two games tomorrow in the NFL, by the way. And they're both pretty good. So we'll uh, give a little NFL preview here before we wrap things up at 10. But some uh, love to some great sponsors, Buck. Yeah, our good friend, Dr. Greg Eckert, folks. Now, Dr. Eckert is going to be taking on some new clients. And he'd love for you to be one of them. Give him a call today at 512-345-3166. Now, I went to Dr. Eckert, and I was only going to have – originally going to Dr. Eckert, I was replacing a temporary filling that had been in my mouth for 14 years. We sat down and I said, Doc, you know what? I'm not really happy with these teeth. I don't like the yellowing in my teeth. I don't like it. It looks like pieces of corn. Can I do something about them? I said, I'd, I'd, I'd love to have a, a Denzel smile. I love, the, I love the freshness, the whiteness of his teeth. And he said, let's do it. Let's get it done. And I got mine done in just two visits. I had temporaries put in. Uh, I took a trip to Alaska with those temporaries in. I mean, I love the temporaries so much after I came back from the trip from Alaska I wanted to keep the temporaries. He said, no, man, we got, we're going to take those off. We're going to mold everything just right. And we're going to put them right over the top of your teeth. And these veneers are going to look way better than those temporaries. But I got the, I got the, the, the shape of the teeth that I wanted. I got the whiteness and the brightness that I wanted and I couldn't be happier. I was not happy with my smile. And now I'm like the Cheshire cat. I will smile all the time before I would try to hide my teeth. Now I'm not trying to hide a thing. I'm bringing it all out in the open BK now. Thanks to go. Dr. Greg Eckert. Now, if you're thinking of uh, something that may be just a little bit cheaper, how about dental implants? If you've got a problem with one tooth or many teeth, you can go into his office in just one day and have a smile. You can leave the place with a smile. Once again, find out if you're a candidate for dental implants by giving him a call at 512-345-3166. And as I said, folks, that dental insurance, the month is coming to a close here. 
Well, not really. We still got some time. If you want to make an appointment with them, see if you can get an appointment in with Dr. Eckert if you've got something going on. And if you've got some aches and you're afraid of the dentist, which you shouldn't be grown up, you shouldn't be afraid of the dentist. But if you are, how about IV sedation? Let them smooth knock you out. You don't feel a thing, but you get that smile. You get everything taken care of. Dr. Ecker will do that for you. Over yep. 28 years of business, over 1,500 cases of restoring teeth. He's our dentist. Should be your dentist also. Yeah, yes, indeed. And a few folks have been uh, commenting about the hats we're wearing today. These are both Last Stand hats. So go to laststandhats.com. Check them out. We might be bringing a few. Texas Sports Unfiltered nice. Last Stand hats to New Orleans. We might be selling a couple. We might be giving a couple out. Very but, nice. Uh, you can buy them online right now, laststandhats.com. If you're watching on YouTube, there's a link in the video description below. You can click on that. It will take you right to our Texas Sports Unfiltered collection at laststandhats.com. Shout out to them and shout out to Woods Comfort System. Oh, yeah. It's comfortable in my house this morning. I'll tell you that. That there heater came on, no smoke, no clog, no, no nothing. My wife got something called an ionization deal done with the, uh, you know, with the filtration unit in our house. And the air is so clean because, you know me, I'm not getting up on that ladder and cleaning all the ducts. But they came to the house, set in a new unit inside of inside of the air conditioning and the heating unit. And you can you talk about a breath of fresh air. You know, maybe you need one at the part at the apartment. Maybe they don't have a a detox deal at your apartment. Mm -hmm. I'm pretty sure they don't. I'm pretty sure the same shit that was flowing there for the last person was in your apartment. Is still flowing in there just for you. Don't say that. I'm telling you. Get that dude up there in the vents and get that stuff cleaned out so you'll feel better and you'll sleep well. But thanks to Woods Comfort Center, 67 years of business at Woods Comfort Systems. 67. Yep. Almost as old as the buck. Yeah, the best HVAC and plumbing services that you can find. They do plumbing as well. WoodsComfortSystems.com. All right, Buck, I was wrong. We've got three NFL games tomorrow. And it's kind of cool because all six teams that are playing have winning records. Nice. So you've got all sorts of playoff implications on the line tomorrow, and you've got some good games on Sunday too. But uh, the first game of the NFL Saturday triple header is your Minnesota Vikings taking on the Cincinnati Bengals. Yeah, backup QBs for both teams in that one, but both teams fighting for their playoff lives at seven and six. You got a pick on that deal? Yeah, I like Cincinnati. It's in Cincy, right? It is. Yep. Bengals like are three point, three point like home way, favorites. Like the way their backups playing right now. Yeah, Browning's look pretty good, and it feels Josh like Josh Dobbs. Josh Dobbs gone, isn't he? Yeah, I think they've got. Well, I don't know. Is he? Is he starting? He, no, he's not starting. He didn't start the last game. I don't believe. I think they sacked. No, that he dude. did, and then he got benched. He got benched in the game. Yeah, for Mullins. Chris Mullins is in there now? Good. Not not Chris Mullins. No. I no. think it's Nick Mullins, who is set to start for Minnesota. No, I'd take Cincy. Okay. Uh, Steelers, Colts, a couple of seven and six teams there. Nobody cares. I mean, yeah, are, no. are the Steelers going to have a winning season, or is that gone? Is that shot? No way. Well, they're seven and six, so they still have a shot. But, Ooh. boy, they, they lost to two two-win teams at home. In back-to-back -back weeks, like all this they had to do at the Colts too. All they had to do was beat Arizona and New England, and they would have gotten nine wins, and that would have guaranteed another winning season for Mike. So Tomlin. it's that defense versus Gardner Minshew, really? Yeah. yeah. 
I'll take the Steelers as a bounce back. Okay. Colts are one and a half point home favorites yeah. there. And then the night game, Broncos at Lions. Bronco, both teams. I mean, Lions are going to make the playoffs. They're going to win the division, but uh, they're coming off a bad loss to Chicago. Yes. And Denver bounced back. They lost to the Texans two weeks ago, but they got a nice win last week. They're still playing some pretty good football over the last couple of months. Uh, in Detroit, I'm surprised you didn't make this a 5,000 unit play. It's a lot of points. It's almost like five or six points, isn't it? Four and a half for Detroit. Uh, there goes the old hooky guy again, but who uh, cares when it's four? Right. Yeah, it doesn't matter too much. But no. uh, that game tomorrow night, I feel like the Lions bounce back and, and I do win too. that game. And, I would, and I would say yes. What about uh, Sunday? Cowboys, Bills, focus on the local teams here. In Buffalo, 325 kick, which means it's 425 up there. It's going to be cold. It's going to be nasty. We know how good the Cowboys have played all season long. Um, when they but, play, when they play a good team on the road, oh, that's what it is now. You know, it used to be if they play a good team, they don't play well. Oh no, they're no, more on the road. They, at home, they're killer dogs. At home, I don't care yeah. who they play at home. Now they're they're pretty good on the turf. This is going to be on the turf. This is going to be in the frozen turf and yeah. windy. I I think I like the Bills. Game the time. Bills, the Bills have to have this game. Well, but they'll I mean, be they'll be done. It's important for both teams for different reasons, yes, right? Like the Bills, yeah. you feel like need this to keep their playoff hopes alive, but Cowboys are trying to win a division. Right. And they need to win out, and they also need Philadelphia to lose one more time for them to win the division and not have to play on the road in the playoffs. Well, I think so, in order for the Cowboys to to win anyway, they got to be at home. They're not gonna they're not gonna do much on the road when they when they get to the playoffs. Their team is that it's they got to be home. They have to win the division. So that's why they they've got to win this yeah. game. So yeah, it's it's a huge game for both teams for different reasons. Uh, Buffalo obviously beat Kansas City last week. Uh, big win for them. The Cowboys coming off that beat down of Philly. I'm looking at the game time temperature. I'm seeing 36 degrees, but that's when the game starts. Oh, it'll be dark in about a half hour after it starts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And here's the uh, here's how big this game is. Right, if Dallas wins, they'll have a 44 percent chance to win the NFC East. If they lose, they'll have just a 20% chance to win the NFC East. And for the Bills, if they win this game, 66% chance to make the playoffs. If they lose, it's down to 30%. So, uh, yeah. Which I know what Dak Prescott you're going to get. I think you're going to get the consistent MVP candidate that he's been. Josh Allen, I don't know what you're going to get from him. Right. I don't know if he's going to try to take it all upon himself, you know, at home, try to be the hero. Or is it is it just going to flow? You know they haven't run the ball well, and Dallas is playing Dallas is playing really good football right now. And it, it's it's not just at home. If they're playing bad teams, well, well, what is Buffalo? I mean, what are they? Are they a bad team? They're good to you, you start. You don't know. Yeah, you don't we'll know see what, what from week to week with that group. We'll see what Osama bin McDermott has cooking up <laughs> yes. in his game plan on Sunday. Buffalo's needed, good. By the way, they needed that win so bad last week to get everybody off of his ass, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. They're uh, really talented. They obviously haven't been playing great. That's why they're just 7-6. and six. Cowboys defense forces a lot of turnovers. Josh Allen, very turnover prone. Uh, that could be advantage Cowboys there. Here's where you wish the Cowboys had a more effective run game than they do. Because, uh, you know, cold weather, windy game, conditions a factor in December in Buffalo. You'd love to just be able to hand it off 30 times and say, sure. oh, we've got a guy who can go win us a football game. Cowboys don't have that. Buffalo doesn't really have that either. Um, so, yeah, it's going to fall on these quarterbacks on Sunday. 
tag MVP favorite right now. He's got to play like it for the Cowboys yes. to get this. I would, I would say so. In order for them to win, it's going to be about him. It's going to be yeah. about that run game too. You know, yeah, that, it, it really scary. will. And it's all right. I mean, I think the Cowboys have, have found a little bit of what they're looking for. I mean, I, I, I know what to expect from Tony Pollard. I'm not expecting him to rush for 140. But I, I think the, the last couple of games, he's done pretty well running the football. And he's got the capable backup. And they do a lot of, they do a lot of things with – a lot of different things with the different running backs. I like the, I like the way they've done with, uh, with, with his backup. I like that kid. I like – he's a tough, hard-nosed runner and runs screens pretty well. And Tony Pollard still – you know, that guy's just an eyelash away from making big plays himself. And nobody can cover C.D. Lamb. I don't give a shit who it is. They can't – you just no. can't cover that dude. That's a problem. He yeah. is a problem. What about Texans-Titans? C.J. Stroud did not practice yesterday, suffered that concussion in the Texans' loss last week. It, it seems like it's going to be Davis Mills. They're not winning then. Yeah, t- Titans a three-point home favorite. The Titans will be wearing the Oilers throwbacks on Sunday, which – Oh, it's that would really suck if the Texans lost. Texans should be wearing those jerseys, man. That pisses me off. I know it pisses every Houston football fan off too. But yeah, this game could add a fun QB matchup with rookie versus rookie, right? Stroud versus Will Levis. Seems like though it's going to be Davis Mills for the Texans. Yikes! Without the little guy at wide receiver for Davis Mills, he has. And Nico is is, is Nico still hurting? Yeah, he didn't practice yesterday. Dude, either. he's got nobody to throw to. The yeah. former the former Longhorn tight end, he's going to be dumping balls off to all day long. Andrew Beck? Yeah, that's it. That's yeah. it. That That's not going to be a pretty sight, I don't believe. Yeah, the good news for the Texans is the Titans aren't very good. But right. the bad news for the Texans is, yeah, a lot of their most important players just aren't healthy right now. No. Uh, and Derrick Henry has dominated the Texans. Holy crap. At least 126 yards in his past five games against the Texans. He's gone for 200-plus in four of those five. Will Anderson not playing either, is he? I think he's fine. I think Will Anderson will be okay. good to go. Uh, the Texans' defense is better this year than it's been in years past. This is the first of two matchups between these two teams. So wow. I don't think Derrick Henry's going to go for 200. But uh, the Texans have had trouble tackling that guy in recent years. Who hasn't? Who hasn't but the Texans they need to find a win to keep their playoff hopes alive but that's yeah, it sucks that so many of their best players are uh, are banged up right now I'm looking is there any other NFL game? I think for the Texans I mean if you're a Texans fan I think you just look for the for the build up the build off season and how they build around this quarterback you know yeah yeah I mean yeah, they're yeah. gonna they're still gonna have to do things they're still gonna have to find a, a weapon for him and they're still gonna have to find some offensive linemen the Texans have, I think, the second most cap space. Yeah, they're still going to have to do some things, yes. They can spin. Now, they don't have their own first-round pick, but they do have Cleveland's first-round pick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, yeah, they've got money that they could spend in free agency, and they should be spenders. Like They feel like they can be a win-now team next year with what Absolutely. CJ Stroud showed everybody as a rookie. Um, so, yeah, now the Texans should be pretty aggressive this offseason. Now, they've exceeded expectations already. You'd love for them to still find their way into the playoffs, but they need C.J. Stroud back to have any sort of chance. No, they don't have a chance without him. And I think Stroud will probably be back next week. Uh, but, yeah, Tank Dell being out for the year, Nico Collins missing some time. None of that stuff helps at no. all. All right, shout-out to GreatBlueHeronFurniture.com. want to give them Absolutely. some love. If you use the promo code HOOKEM, you're going to get 15% off your purchase from greatblueheronfurniture.com. Need a new couch, new recliner, new chairs, whatever. 
They've got them for you at greatblueheronfurniture.com. And also shout out to Top Gun. Yeah, man, I may go see Brandon Mars this weekend. I may have to get a trip over to see him uh, and, and get some stuff done. It's time. It's time for me to really, you know, I started to put some lettuce in, but I was using my little hand pick there. I wasn't doing a great job. So I need to go get the tiller and get to work. Mm. Trying to find a way not to use that tiller. I wasn't great with the tiller. I'm better with the with the mule and the harness around my neck and stuff. I do a better job when I got the mule. Not mm-hmm. good with the tiller, so I got to get a little bit better. I got to get some practice. Yeah, I don't think you're good with any of that stuff, dude. Have have nine one one on standby if you're <laughs> operating heavy machinery. I got no faith. No faith. Harness fits me well. There you go. All right. Um, what else was I going to say? Oh, here's a text. Before we leave, Buck, I'm, okay. I'm, I'm taking you back to your alcoholic days, if that's okay. All right. Uh, someone says, shot of whiskey with a good amount of honey. Gargle it before swallowing. Does that help the throat? Does that help my voice? Well, if you want to do that, if you're going to do the gargle thing, just go get yourself some of that bad Listerine. I don't mean the Listerine blue. I mean the original. If you want to do some gargling, go get you some, some good Listerine. It'll help with the voice. It'll help with the sore throat. Don't be putting any whiskey down your throat. No, you don't. Throat. It'll you burn don't, the hell out of your throat. You don't gargle and then swallow it, right? Well, that's. I don't. I don't waste my whiskey when I was drinking. I don't. I don't. I didn't gargle it. I knew where exactly I wanted to put it into me belly. You yeah, know what I mean? As quick you gargle as gargle it, so you spit it out. Isn't that the whole point of the gargle? Yeah, I mean, no, you, no, you shouldn't be gargling anything. Yeah, you're a spitter anyway. You know. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, no, mean I, walked, I walked right into that one. Yeah, so you I, did. If no, you no, were no. going to make that joke, I was. So well don't, done. Don't, no, don't. Just get yourself some Listerine. Don't gargle anything with booze in it. You got to find some local honey. Get yourself some, you know. I've oh, seen local this. honey. Oh, that will help instead of the store-bought stuff. Yeah. No, nah, sure. don't get the store-bought. I, there's a guy who sits down here and stands right up the road from me. I'll grab you some honey today. Some real, some real stuff. If he's out there, I'll grab you a jar Bring it to Blue Santa tomorrow because that's where we'll be. Santa, tomorrow morning we'll be there. I think doing a show from like 9 to 10, uh, but come be a part of that. OperationBlueSanta.org, I believe, is the website. It's either a .com or a .org. Uh, if you want to volunteer or learn more information about uh, how you can get involved, Operation Blue Santa. Just Google and Thank you to it. the Covert family for their check and their donation to Blue Santa. I'll have that tomorrow to give to the Blue Santa people. There we go.